this is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ Vaillant. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're watching Shrek, but from Donkey's perspective. As we watch oh, Spine 297 dear. in the Criterion Collection, Robert Brisson's Ahazard Balthazar from 1966. But first, RJ. Uh-huh. I see you finally took off your mask while recording the podcast. A, I still don't bold, feel... It's a bold move. I, I can't... I'm, I'm got to say I'm stunned. I still don't feel safe around you, but it's for a different reason, not COVID anymore. Mm-hmm, so right. even though we're not in the same room or even the same building, right? I, I always had it on just because, frankly, you make me uncomfortable. And I feel like you're a... I feel like you're a bad dude, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, no, I um, I took it off now. Everyone's doing it. If, if everyone's doing it. Just, everyone's just, doing just, it. Just Jared. last week, we were talking about mm-hmm. how how many people would be wearing them still, not wearing them, and uh, I mean, I, I was feeling that it was going to be definitely below fifty. I think. And what did you find? Yeah, it's um, it's curious, curious breakdown. I think. Hmm. Where uh, depending where you go. Hmm. So, like a grocery store, I think uh, mm-hmm. you're looking at, you know, maybe twenty five percent are wearing mm-hmm. masks still. Um, you go to a hardware store, and uh, it's just uh, good night, nurse. It's 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 all over with there. Yeah, I don't know if you know this though. That's how it's always that's always been the case at the hardware stores. Yeah. Oh yeah. E- even during the peak. Mm-hmm. That, that was, always, that's uh, that's that's where the resistance was. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you know handymans. You say, I got to get that barbecue going. I just got to. And you say, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at, at Yield Comic Store, when I rolled yeah. in uh, mid-afternoon last last Thursday, when everything opened up, I was mm-hmm. informed that 75% of people that had come in had been still wearing masks. And I was like, well, that's really cool. That's, that's good to hear. And as the day went on, zero per people were wearing masks. Yeah. Um, so it really helped uh balance things out quite a bit and ever since then yeah it's um it's disappeared but i think this uh mm-hmm. really 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 hot weather uh makes it so it's like the last thing you want to do when you're coming from like you know 38 degree outside to going into air conditioning is like oh time to put on my face scarf <laughs> i mean yes but i i don't know it's never bothered me no, you know, I've never been bothered like heat wise by mm-hmm. it. So. Well, it, it it does feel odd though, because I do remember. I know that's during, an excuse. Dur- dur- use. During the winter, um, like when I'm going into the building, when it's cold, you put things yeah. on your face to protect yourself, and then you walk into the sure. the cold building. It's like no, you got to put it on, even though oh, I'm I'm where it's warm now. But I I had like that moment where like I'd have my mask on and I go to pull it off because because it's like mm-hmm. I think in my mind it's a scarf. I'm like oh wait. I have to leave it on. I so I get that impulse, and now, now that uh, the government says mm-hmm. that you don't have to wear it anymore, suddenly everyone says yes. I, I, I always listen to them, <laughs> even, the, even though that's like their whole thing. The government's telling us how to live our lives. The government tells you you don't have to wear masks. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Curious. Yeah, it's fascinating. Even though they barely were to begin with, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. People have excuses for all sorts of stuff. Jared. They sure do. All sorts. I was at uh, Costco earlier Cos- today. Costco, and uh, I'd say it was 
it was busy. There was probably like 150 people in there. And I'd say there was probably like 20 people who had masks on, myself yeah. included. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Most people weren't. And then uh, I, I couldn't get everything at Costco, so I had to go to Safeway for a second, too. There was a few more masks there, but I passed the deli. And one of the ladies making the sandwiches didn't have a mask on. And uh, as I pa- walked by, I heard her say to someone else, like, I don't know why people are still wearing masks. Oof. And I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Don't breathe too much into that sandwich you're making. That day wood. <laughs> it's going to be a co-wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got any of that head cheese? Uh, have you ever seen how they make head cheese? It's pretty horrifying. Yeah, it is. It's gross. Yeah, it's just like, really gross. <laughs> it's real gross. It's just like old European food. It's <laughs> fat and like hunks of meat and like other miscellaneous yeah. things that you just, what do you got to throw in here? Olive? Okay, olive. <laughs> That's Rot- how they talk to you. You're rotting. It's just rotting off, pulling it off the tree. Eh. Throw it in. It's, okay, throw in the it, hole. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good, Jared. It's good. Growing boy. This is my it's, new This it, is my new character. Yeah, your new character. Yeah. It's good. Crikey. Fessel? What about Fessel? That's you. Huh? That's your character's name. I, 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 Fessel? Fessel. What nationality is he? I don't know. Whatever you want him to be. Eastern Bloc? There you go. Undisclosed? Which part? There you go. Beautiful. Yes. How's life? So, ah, uh, how was uh, how was the your uh, Canada Day celebrations of dead children? Uh well, I mean, I I I wasn't celebrating Canada Day. I chose to uh, celebrate a different maker on that day, uh, and that was mostly just a uh, civil holiday. Is what I was celebrating. Um, uh, I was good. I went to a pool party, Jared, an outdoor pool party. It's fun. Mm. I tried to do a flip. I landed on my face, and uh, I got a fat lip a little bit <laughs> into the pool. I see. Into the pool. So yeah. my, my face hit the water a little bit too hard, and I came out and went, ow. <laughs> Goddamn surface tension. Yeah. Everyone else was doing it, though, you know? Every, yeah, so, I used to, everyone else was doing it. I just wanted to be cool. I just want to be part of the cool pool people. No. Um, yeah, there was... Uh, the place I went to, um, they had a, a Christmas dinner. It was turkey and cabbage rolls and mashed potatoes, and uh, probably the hottest day of the year for us, mm-hmm. like thirty-seven degrees. So we were we were eating Christmas dinner out in that heat, Jared. But it was good. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. And some people were like, "Oh, I feel heavy," and I was like, "No, I'm good." I was like, in that heat, your body just metabolizes it instantly. It just gets vaporized as it goes in, so it's gone. Interesting. It's science. That's scientific. Yeah, Jared, that's science. Not bad, uh, not bad. Yeah, so I uh, did that. I don't know if I was doing anything else. What did you get into on Canada Day, Jared? Did you celebrate uh, your mourned lost ones? Were you wearing an orange shirt or what? Well, uh, or a red shirt. Orange shirt or red shirt? That's the question. Whoa. whoa. That's what I want to know. Simmer down. I don't own uh, an orange shirt to wear. You, you can just go to Michael's and get one for five bucks. It's one of those Gildan blank shirts that you can like, you're supposed to print stuff on. I That's see. where I got my orange shirt. Yeah. Five dollars, Jared. It's not bad. Make a difference. It's not bad. Make a difference. You know what I mean? What, what, does, what if I wore a, a salmon pink shirt? Like something vaguely in between the two. 
Um, you could be like for the candidate people, you could be like, oh, I used to be red. It's just old. And then for the uh, the uh, indigenous day people, you could be like, ah, oh, it's I thought it was orange. I'm just colorblind. <laughs> wah, wah. That's not how so it works. No, I, both sides. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I think I've owned one orange clothing piece before. Well, it's a it's a statement wearing orange, but I guess that's the point, man. It's not very it's not a common one. What orange? Yeah, so at least no. in, at least in men's clothing. Not really, not unless it's like a Hawaiian shirt. But then I think that would be a if you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt on one of those days, that would probably be deemed as offensive more than anything else. Well, it's it's always offensive to wear a Hawaiian shirt. I wear Hawaiian shirts frequently, sometimes even work. My the point stands. Well, you don't know about Casual Friday, Jarrett? This guy doesn't know about Casual Friday. Do you ever keep it casual on Fridays? Do I ever keep it casual? Mm, mm, no. I think I, I have like I think my life is pretty casual though. Your life is pretty casual? Yeah. I've got a job where I can like basically wear a hoodie all the time. Mm-hmm. And do you? Uh this during the COVID ending? Yes. Yes I did. Mm. What kind of hoodie is it though? Is it a nice hoodie? Is there or is it one that has barbecue stains on it? Uh, it's pretty, it's decent, I guess. Though, I mean, I, I wear it probably so often. I'm going to get some uh, nice elbow holes developing. Oh, it's, that's it's, a, it's still, that they're, 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 they're still, oh yeah, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like uh, holy jeans. Just to show mm-hmm. how like much you've grown into your body, I guess. It can show, hey, I've really grown into my body. My hoodie doesn't fit anymore. Well, holy jeans are getting worse and worse all the time. I saw a pair of jeans the other day, and it was like, it was basically like there was nothing on at all. It was the belt line, the zipper, and then it was like you took a knife and went from the hip down to the foot, and then it was just open on both just, legs. Just, just pure, just like the whole inner thigh. Yeah. It's on display. And, it, and it's like, just wear shorts at that point, you know? That just seems cumbersome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think. It, it, it doesn't, it never looked good. It's not looking good ever. It, it's not looking good ever? No. No, I agree. Yeah. That is not good stuff, Jared. It's not it's not gonna be a look it's never it never looked good in the first place and it's not gonna it's not gonna get any it's not gonna go better from there. So you're not you're not gonna rip up your jeans tonight, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I'm not. Pa- I'm t- mm. taking a pass. Taking a pass. Oh, I see. So are you enjoying the summer now? It's not as hot. Um we had that weird rain thing the other day. We're, we're, we go from heat warnings to storm warnings because that's uh, the hellscape that we live in now. There's never peaceful weather. It's either you're going to burn to death or you're going to get lightninged or hailed to death. How would If you had to die from any kind of weather, what kind of weather would you want to die from? <laughs> wow. Hmm. What would I like to die from? Let's see. Weather-based, though. Weather theme. Like, from Weather Wizard? Sure. Sure. Yeah, so if Weather Wizard was throwing something at your at your way, what would it want to be? Are you a tsunami guy? Are you a heat wave guy? Death by hail? Uh, can, I, can I pass on all of them? Well, you have to pick one. That's the, that's the point. Um, hmm. Hmm. Maybe high wind 
that fits our area. Like the wind is so high, you can't breathe in anymore because the wind's the air is moving so fast, so you <laughs> so suffocate. suffocate. Well, a lot, yeah. a lot of these things wind up with like death by suffocation. I mean, he well, not as hail. Hail would just bludgeon you to death. What's <laughs> so horrible? Like just being shredded to bits from hail. It, it's happened, I'm sure. Mm. Right. Being pelted. I'm I mean, sure I, someone's died by hail. Well, I'm imagine like if a big enough hail, like hail fell on your head, it would kill you. Uh, tornadoes. Yeah, I'm not talking about one big one. I'm talking about constant smaller ones that mm. eventually kill you. It's like being stoned to death. Yeah. Tornado's not. A tornado would probably. I mean, you, it's not the tornado that kills you. It's the collapsing building. I think. Or getting hurled into. Uh, until, uh, until you get yeah, you get swept away into it, like in the movies. Yeah. You know what I would like? I would like some kind of like not just weather based, but more earth based. Like maybe like a crack in the tectonic plates opens up and I fall in. Uh. That's, not, that's not that's not really weather based though. That's just geological, isn't it? That is geological, but weather is based on geology, is it not? Um, it's my little well, I, no. It's based on weather wizard. Oh yeah, true. No. But he uses a wand, right? Yeah, he has got a little. He's got a little techno stick. What's Have in to- that tech? stick i don't know technology is it like a vape yeah well, i'm sure he, I, I'm, I guarantee that weather wizard is totally a big vape daddy probably most Can of the you... rogues the rogues gallery are vapors yeah well i'd, I'd like you to... oh dear can, can you repeat that I'd like you to make a, a comprehensive list of all of the comic book characters who you think would be vapors Hmm. That seems like uh, exactly what I should be doing. I'll create a blog spot or uh, post about it. Yeah, Me- it's pretty. It's always like upsetting still to uh, be watching like, a YouTube channel, and exactly mm-hmm. the type of guy you imagine just starts vaping on, on his stream. It's it's and mm-hmm. it's so like ah, of course he does. Yeah, I saw some people sharing vapes the other day. Ooh passing it around a circle you would get... you would you partake in that <laughs> well i mean i am pro covid so yeah absolutely okay okay yeah yeah sounds good or any like oh man it, it sucks being sick don't get sick are you sick right now no oh okay good yeah i was gonna call the cops if you were we'll get you well, hey there's hey there's no restrictions <laughs> you know what that yeah. means like anything that restricts my ability to do whatever i want it's done it's all over with. All restrictions have ended. I'm not talking about COVID restrictions. And, and I'm not, just going to call the cops and well, tell them that you're a sick man. Yeah, there's no restrictions on that anyway. Not that either. You can speed all you want now. You can kill mm. whoever you want. Hasn't that always been the case for you? Only for COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. The last 18 months, you've really kind of just let loose. Cu- or... I, I had to cut back. See, mm. it's the opposite. I had to cut back because, oh, you can't do that anymore. Now... It's, it's uh, game on. <laughs> Tell me more, Jared. What? Speak more into the speak into the recorder. Tell I, me more. I want to read some emails. I think. Do you want to meet some females? Is that what you just said? Over no, there? I'm I'm good. Oh, okay. Despite, okay, we'll read the, away. despite the fact that uh, Facebook constantly uh, sends me like weird lady videos. I think those are targeted, right? So it must be something that you're doing that's uh, I, 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 I actually, you know what it is? It's because if I'm at the store, if I'm at the store. Oh, and those guys store, are there talking and, and, about And that's it? like that IP. Like those uh, those uh, internet providers, they're looking at those, hey, you're on that. You might be into these uh, 
these mm-hmm. blonde ladies just walking around their house. And you're like, I, like, I'm like, what the is fuck? Is that all they do? They just walk around their uh, house? Well, I'm scrolling through these videos and I go, what the hell is this? Like, I never got these before. I don't get these at the mm-hmm. university. But now I'm getting them and I'm like, what? I'm, why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that... Uh, oh. Uh, I think something's going on with to, you. To answer your question regarding Canada Day, um, uh-huh. I, got, I got to partake in a, a deliciously made uh, diabetes-inducing op- uh, best summer ever cake. What was in this best summer ever cake? Everything. Like, when Candy. you say everything, like pickles, onions? What, what, like, so what, was it just a basic cake that had stuff in it? Or, like, or was it pudding? Like, what's... Well, you got to give me more. What was the base of this thing? So the, the design of this cake, it's like it was... Um, designed by by kim and this was a six seven layers of multicolored cake okay icing up along the outside deliciously and then okay. like on the top was like the the ocean blue okay. blue, blue rose waves with lifesavers with little people okay. having having a good time there was some uh swedish fish swimming around the outside of this like you know nine inch tall cake any blue sharks uh no no blue whales either for Swedish yeah. berries yeah the Swedish berries were pretty good though mm-hmm. and, and what, then, what did the it, Swedish berries represent no, so, 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 not Swedish berries Swedish fish Swedish fish yeah okay. gotcha. yes um, and then inside that cake was candy <laughs> what kind of candy all like, can all the candies ch- chocolate bars uh like uh sour Skittles one of my favorite and M and M's and okay. sprink, uh, sprinkles so you'd okay. cut you'd cut into it and then all all this crap just comes pouring out and okay. and then you eat it and then you're you you feel really sick because it's so much sugar and you're like no no one is supposed to eat anything resembling this at all i mean i eat stuff like that pretty frequently and i'm doing okay yeah i think uh, i i think this might even uh push your boundaries maybe so the the biggest question i have for you is what color was the cake was it red or was it orange uh it was icing white white rainbow along the side around the outside it was white and then on the top mm-hmm. was like blue blue and then there's like kind of like a yellow like the rosettes the uh the little flower decoration around it that's what you call them uh oh i uh, i guess i don't yeah. know I'll take your word for yeah. it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll send you a picture. It, it, it's, okay. uh, it's it's pretty pretty good, pretty fancy. How many pieces did you have? Uh, who counts? Who counts? Ah, uh, okay, that's yeah. an answer in itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Follow up. What did you eat before the cake? Uh, because that's important too. What was the lead in before this dessert? Jeez. Or did you come just, to the just, dessert just having already just some noodles? noodles what kind of noodles uh it's like italian or no like asian noodles and it's just it's like it's like ishiban sans the soup just noodles was like spicy powder salad yeah yeah like i have a family member who makes that all the time ichiban salad but this isn't this this isn't ishiban but it's it's ramen noodles okay yeah really good actually so, is there anything on these noodles or yeah just just like whatever no yeah i gotta have some, some there's some nice sauces that come with it Okay. No. Soya sauce? Uh, I don't think there's actually a soya sauce in the packets. It's like three rows of sauce. One's like a sesame oil. 
Okay. And one's like a orangey red sauce, and one's okay. like dark. And it, so that might be the soy, but it doesn't really taste like soy. Where'd you get this thing? Save on. Okay. There's like they come in bricks. Bricks. Yeah, big bricks of them. You get like five or six in a row. And uh, how many bricks did you put down? Two. A person or me? Yeah, yeah. like two. Me. Two a person. I. Yeah. I had two. I didn't mean like as a as a group. Two. Yeah, like you two, specifically. Two, two bricks for for one Jarrett. <laughs> two bricks, one Jarrett. Yeah, I've told it's you good, it's, how... it's a good video. If you ever two seen it. Two bricks, one Jarrett. Yeah. Who Rob Eagle's gonna have a field day with that one? Yeah. Oh, good, good, goodness, how, goodness, how, goodness. How do you interpret that one, folks? I don't. How, re- how, I don't even want how, to start. How does Jared Berger? <laughs> yeah. Frame things. I don't know. You <laughs> tell an, me. With an email titled "Sawcon." Okay. Been watching them Saw movies along with my friends. Got any oh. strong opinions about that franchise? What is your favorite, least favorite? Hmm, RJ, do you are, what are, you, are you a Sawsman? Uh, I really liked the first one when it came out. I was like 13 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, me and a buddy of mine, uh, there's a line in that movie that we would always used to say to each other. Like, it was really goofy. Lay Winnell, he like looks over and he's like, it's something that's like, uh, I think Princess Bride guy's like, who are you? And he looks around his shoulder. He's like, you know who I am. He says it really weird like that. The delivery is really strange. So we would say that to each other a lot. <clears throat> but the movie itself. I'm looking this up because I I kind of did a, a wash you. But when I, I watched the first two ages ago and I thought yeah. they were okay. And then I watched three, four, five, six, and mm-hmm. seven uh, close together. Um, fuck, I, one and two, I don't remember. They were okay. I think four and six. Six are decent. Four and six. Uh, yeah, but Saw 3D, Saw 7, that movie is shit. I, uh... Shit, and I have not seen, uh... Is it, there's Jigsaw, and now ten? Spiral? Spiral's supposed to be pretty shitty, too, yeah, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, these are Saw movies, so I don't know. Well, I think people were, like, were optimistic, because, like, hyped. Chris Rock was in there, and they're like, whoa, this looks sig but it wasn't sig jared it wasn't sig it wasn't sig not at all it was sug it, sug. it was sug uh why isn't, exactly why isn't that a thing oh uh, that's sig and sug that's sugs that's sugs i don't know andrew and i talk like that to each other all the time <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> my mental images is like you two just kind of like talking barely able to get words out anymore sig. I, I, like sug Sig, uh. hey, hey Jarrett, <laughs> yo, that's that's actually like oh, pretty go. accurate. We we don't even use words anymore. It's like all oh, the sig, it's like all oh, sugs, fards, turds, stuff like that. You know, yeah, good. That's where we're at in our relationship. It's we like uh, Alan Moore wrote a a crossed comic like that. It was like a uh, hundred years after crossed, and mm-hmm. so like society and language are just gone. And so mm-hmm. lately, so but he's writing it in like a fictional language, which is probably one of the most tedious things you could possibly read is someone yeah. making up their own version of English. And you're just like, this is about communication. This isn't, mm-hmm. this, this isn't fun. And he did it's the same thing with, uh, in his novel, uh, voice of fire. He's like, I'm going to write things from the perspective. Like I'm going to write it accurately to what a caveman would think. 
No. And it's like, oh, Alan. Just stop, Alan. An Alan. Alan. Yeah, that sounds goofy. I I knew. I thought you were a little bit more of a Sawsman because you went on that big run. I was uh, a while back too. I liked the first one, and I think I've seen the first three. I don't think I've seen past that. So uh, yeah. So the the last time I watched the Saws was a twenty fourteen. Okay, well maybe this year for Creeptober, maybe you do a, a full gamut oh. back re- rewatch. I'll do it if you do it. No, I don't want to. And you got to do all the Halloweens again, even oh. though you did a couple. Because well, I didn't finish another I, new one. Well, I didn't watch the last. You didn't like. I didn't watch the modern era ones. Like I didn't watch past six. Well, there's another modern era one coming out no. this fall. So you 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 got to watch both. I think the the most modern one that's probably on like Netflix or something no. by now. But yeah, Saw 3D stinks real bad um back to food talk what are quality snacks to bring on a road trip i believe a balance of smells messes and snack abilities of the utmost importance i enjoy trail mix and pretzels for these reasons that's all for now jared mm-hmm. Berger, real guy he is real and and, and and soon joining us on the podcast here in a couple weeks what this is news to me nope. i'm not even a real guy not even uh well why don't you hit me with your snacks first or do you want i do you want there there is at um the shell station in claire's home uh which is a good place to yeah very specific for whatever Uh reason i i it's one of those things that like hey you know what i i feel like some uh chicken nugs and i want like but it's like it's one of those like it's like jack links like buffalo chicken oh i okay yeah yeah that yeah those those i think are perfect road food some, you, you want to you get that protein, and it's mm-hmm. not it's not sweet, it's, mm-hmm. it's savory, and I, I love like things with hot sauce on them. So those uh-huh. are pretty good. I mean, you get a little bit on your fingers. So you get, that's what napkins are for. What if you're uh, what if you're, you're driving? I mean, I I don't recommend like going to like fill up the gas tank and touch that that handle, and then like oh, I'm gonna dip and then into, eat, then go dip into my nugs with my fingers, my finky mm. figs, and uh, get some of those <laughs> uh, those highway grubbins in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Horrifying, Jared. <sighs> How do you like that? Highway grubbins. Horrifying. I think, I, I don't know if I told you, but one time I got a corn dog at uh, <laughs> the 7-Eleven in Claire's home. I've never eaten there before in my life, and then I got a corn dog there like six, seven years ago, and I was so sick for a week. I, I threw up so much that for about <laughs> six minutes, I had abs. Like, I had a full yeah. six-pack for one, six yeah. minutes because I was throwing up so much. Yeah, it was like were. it went in. But anyways, snacking, uh, road tripping, beef jerky is essential, I think. You got to get a – I like a, a widespread. You got to get a bag of beef jerky. You got to get a bag of chips. Depends where you are, what kind of mood you're in, what kind of chips those are. And then uh, I do like to have a little something sweet. You know you know what actually hits the spot on the road trip is uh, some red rope licorice. Just perfect for nubbing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ever do any nubbing, Jarrett? Uh... I prefer my nubbin without the grubbin. Let me tell you that. No one, wants, no one wants grubbins. Ooh, gross. Uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks for that email, Jared Berger. Uh, this okay. this this one's a con, a little bit more of a visual. And I should have sent it to you. Um, you should from, have from from Frogert. Oh, big frog. And Frogert and with an email entitled Donkey. Um, it's two images, three images, actually one for me from our movie this week 
of okay. uh, the one of our protagonists, the uh, the young woman. For, okay. for Jarrett, you bore me. Is uh, her saying that? Is and, it like an actual bore? Uh, I, I no, it's, it's you bore me. It's her saying it, looking at oh, okay. something. And uh, for RJ, and uh, it is the the young young Balthazar being baptized. Ooh, that and, is and, a beautiful and, and, scene. And, and that is followed up with uh, the the one still of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen mm-hmm. from uh, Once Upon a Time. I, I, I do believe. Oh yes, yep. yeah, that one. You've seen that. You're online. You get it. I've heard. Have a great show, boys. That's it. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, bud. Tank, thanks. Th- thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Wow, it's it's like we're we're in your house right now, talking in half right. half words. Oh, bug. Oh, bud. We're, we're talking about grubbins, buds, sugs. Super duper doop. Sugs and bugs. Yeah. Yeah, I like sugs. Yeah, good, good. Next up, we got Justin Peterson. Oh, baby. Nerding out on vacation. Hey, Jared and RJ, what's happening? Writing in from cloudy Orlando, Florida. Ah, so it's Disney World. Mm. Ah, Where thankfully Tropical Storm Elsa has not made our vacation a total washout. While enjoying the Magic Kingdom, I nerded out and wore the best set of Mickey ears I could find. Because where else am I going to wear them, right? What is the nerdiest mm-hmm. clothes you have ever worn out in public? Or have you guys always been too cool for school and not subjected yourself to possibly glaring eyes and ridicule? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think pretty much all the stuff we were talking about earlier was pretty ridiculous. For, yeah. Clothing-wise. I mean, we kind of... Uh, we do a podcast. <laughs> we, don't that, have, we don't even have to leave our house. We put our names yeah. out there. We. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what else do you need to know? I don't like to. I don't like to talk about this podcast with like real people. You know. Because <laughs> no, you have to explain it. You're like, what do we? What is it? What do you do? Oh, you do a podcast like like a true crime one? No, no, I, no. Yeah, <laughs> true crime. Y'all ever hear about that that Criterion Collection? No, what's that? Uh, you know, you know DVDs. No, what are those? Uh, you know Netflix. Yeah. Well, before Netflix, there was discs. Oh yeah, CDs. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They used to, and they make they put movies on CDs. Oh yeah, I think I've seen those before. I've seen those over at my grandma's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there's there's one company that used to make them. Oh huh. And uh, we're we're watching them. Oh, cool. Uh, do many people listen? No. Oh, no. do, do, do you make do you make a lot of money doing that kind of thing? No. Oh, no. so okay. Well, anyway, uh, I oh, I've got to go. I I, I got to go. I, I got to see, see ya. Bye. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, I know. You shouldn't have asked. It's your and that's that's, that's on them. Don't ask. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I don't bring it up. I I'm aware. Son I'm of, aware. Son of a bitch. How are the people you're hanging out with? They don't know what DVDs are. Half the people don't know. Hmm. If true, supposedly. Supposedly. But yeah, I, I work very hard not to uh, tell people about it's, it. It's probably a good idea. Actively, like uh, there's <sighs> one or two people at work who know about it, and they've brought it up sometimes around other people, and I'm like, Shh, don't, 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 no, don't no, say anything, because then as soon as it happens, people are like, oh, I want to listen. And it's like you don't, you don't. You're not gonna like it. No, they're and not. They're like, they're, they're really they're like, not gonna like it. They're like, why? Well, I, I like talking to you. And it's like, no, you don't. 
<laughs> you think you do, but you don't. You don't know. You don't know the real RJ. Wow, I'm just worried that they're gonna get incelled by coming onto this podcast or by listening to it. You know, you listen to the creeps even once, and then a fedora just materializes <laughs> on top of your head, a cigarette, a neck beard, and then you're just you're on Reddit all day. This is this, I guess this is uh, getting ahead of hey, what you've been creeping on. But uh, did you did you happen to watch that video clip I posted on Twitter? Uh, uh, so I actually I did, but uh, before you had posted it. In- See that? Um, See, sorry, I missed what you said after before I had posted it. Actually, yeah. So before you posted it in uh, my group chat with a couple of my boys, a uh, friend of the show, Ryan Angle, and uh, one that I'll leave unnamed at this time, uh, they were big all gas, no brakes uh, okay. fans. Yep. So they had uh, Ryan posted it into the group chat, like, I don't know, maybe potentially three hours before you posted mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. So I, I had watched it at that time. But the, yeah, the makeout king, he <laughs> is, uh, he's a good dude. <laughs> Yeah. Good, good dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a companion piece people could watch uh, that people really do not like. It's uh, Shy Boys IRL. It's on mm. Vimeo. It's like a half hour. Just it's just sad, though. Uh, no, it's the same. It's a... It's on Vimeo. It's a half-hour documentary. It's not okay. It's not lulzy. It's not as lulzy, I don't think. It doesn't have the Hoff boys. doesn't have the Hoffs? Yeah. Hoff? Yeah, doesn't even have Bobby. Oh, is that what their name was? Yeah, doesn't have Bobby Hoff in it? No. Oh, but it's well, got, yeah, but it's, you it's have them in your real life. Yeah, I got the real deal. Yeah. So those go, those guys are cool. That 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 was that's a good time, folks. You should check it out. What's it? What's well, that video? Actually, what's the name of that video? In case people don't care about Twitter. Well, it's a pick I, pick uh, pick up five pick up artist boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. Or what was a. Uh, I know uh, Sugarhead's gonna lose his mind. I can't remember the all gas no brakes. Andrew Callahan. That's his it's name. a, it's his like a new thing, right? Where it's um, yeah, is it called Channel Five or Channel the, Nine. I can't. Remember. Channel Five. Yeah. 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 So like, it was those... all gas no brakes for years. Yeah. 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 He's one of those guys that's uh, been on my periphery, and mm-hmm. I think I've seen like a few videos and not really realized that this was an ongoing thing. I've I've seen highlights of it, I suppose. But yeah, I, I did watch a interview he did with Vimeo or Vimeo uh, Vice, and yeah. it's it's funny because he he mentions uh, Louis Theroux, which of course would be a big influence on him. Yeah, makes makes a lot of sense. But he's a little bit more of a, a little bit more on the comedy side, in general. Yeah. I think I I do actually think I mentioned All Gas No Breaks a year ago. Yeah, I think you have. Now podcast? that you said it, yeah. Now now it, hearing you say it out loud. Yeah, makes me go. Oh, you you have said that before. Yeah, it's a uh, it's worth his even all those old videos. They're worth checking out. There's some wild shit in there. Mm-hmm. Wild shit, Jarrett. So uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, that guy's awesome. He's real good. Real nice. Real good. So uh, back to a uh, to an email from one Justin. Oh right. So. Uh, I don't know clothes nerding out. I remember uh, in elementary school, oh, yeah. I, I wanted to be like Steve Urkel. My, yeah. my parents were horrified and wouldn't would not allow that to happen. I had, I had enough problems as it was, so maybe don't mm-hmm. don't don't be a Steve Urkel. Like you just wanted suspenders yep. or suspenders. Well, I wore suspenders to school one time. People yeah. thought it was a uh, Hutterite. <laughs> exactly. 
teachers told me that when i was in junior high i was in like grade eight and i wore suspenders one day and everyone's like what are you a hutter eight this is what teachers were telling me yeah hey i used to get that about my beer too uh yeah your your beard looks vaguely hutter eight ish it's just the i have no, I have no choice There's, yeah I, it, just, it doesn't grow all the way up past my cheeks and it's just like a little patchy so i gotta do what I can. So I don't know how many people actually even know what Hutterites are. On this, Probably on, not on the pod. Just Google it. You'll uh, it'll be a wild ride. They're like Amish people, but they uh, they have but they cell watch phones. but they, but they and they watch porno in motel rooms. Sure, and they uh, you know they do all the stuff normal people do. They just live on colonies. And, and and they have seek yeah they have like they're yeah they they lost they have lots of technology and lots of RC yeah. lots of drones and RC cars yep. and and planes. They'll use whatever it's. I and, think, they, and they like to sell pies. Yeah. Oh yes, they do. They they they, they come to the con- one guy. Mm-hmm. There's the pies. boss. The boss around. Well, every department has a boss. There's a cow boss. There's yep. a pig boss. There's a uh, uh, like farming boss. There's they all have bosses. They all got bosses. Do you, do you do you have a boss, RJ? Just one, my lord and savior. I was gonna praise say, him. praise him. Blessed, blessed be, blessed be. Uh, yeah, that's pretty dorky to be Steve Urkel. I, yeah. I don't know how to answer this question without saying that, like, um, I think my entire life has been wearing clothes that were probably vaguely inappropriate. Uh, I know you, you know that I wear a bucket hat a lot now. Do uh, you see? I, I mean, I don't actually see you. And I mean, yeah, you don't see me, and times... I don't go out very often, yeah. but I do wear it yeah. when I'm out. So I thought, uh, see, I thought that was like just to antagonize me. Not just you. Bucket hats, Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. uh, which is which I've already said is offensive. Yeah, one time in junior high, I had a beanie with a propeller on it, and that I wore around for a little bit because I thought it was cool. Uh, I could probably go on for about four hours on the uh, embarrassing clothes that I used to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I got? It's all embarrassing oh, on my man. end, to be honest. In junior high, I had a T-shirt. It was a Boba Fett T-shirt. <laughs> But, Ooh. but wait, so it's, but it was like, it was like the, the Calvin Klein logo was BF. Oh, Jared, that's pretty good. The, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's pretty sweet, pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't have clothes like that anymore, sadly. You know, I'm missing that's... out. I've really missed like the tidal wave of like horrible clothes I one could wear. Yeah. Yeah, you're missing out. I uh, I'll hit you with one last one of mine. I have a uh, "Why So Serious" T-shirt. <laughs> still got the tags on too, Jared. I've still, never even worn that still thing. Still got the tags. Well, that would it's be part of the, that, well, that seems like the type of person that would wear that at this point. Um, probably stole it, and that, that kind of fits. Yeah. You could ride on your little bike with my beanie hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. You'd be, you'd be a good little Joker henchman. Yeah, I, I mean, that wouldn't last long, but I think that'd be the point, right? Yeah. No one would expect me to last long. No. You know? So, the other great part of Wednesdays now are that we get new episodes of Loki. I know you are not hot on the MCU, but do you have any thoughts on these new Marvel series? Also, what is your take on the comic book version of Loki and where his story goes? Uh, oh, yeah, so I haven't watched any of them. I know, I know that when it started, like what, like a month ago now? Uh, uh, well, it was, they're, they're, Falcon Winter Soldier was like two months, and then WandaVision, yeah. and then Loki. 
or or were you just talking specifically oh, about, about Loki? Loki. I, I, yeah, so a couple like a of a, a couple of guys rolled in. and They said, oh, "This is my favorite thing in the entire MCU." Of course, of course, they said that, and uh, I was yeah. like, "Hmm, interesting." Uh, and moved on. And every once in a while, I get reminded that that show exists. I saw something about Owen Wilson trending last night on Twitter. Okay, because I guess people start watching this stuff like as soon as it becomes available on their stream. Yes. Yep. Um. I don't know. I can't. I I don't know anything about these shows. RJ, I know you try. I think you try to watch Wandavision. Um. So here's the thing. Uh, I did. Like Andrew and I tried to watch Wandavision because she heard it was good. We watched one episode, and uh, we weren't like. She was open to watching another one, but then at the same time, she was like, uh, "It was kind of like, well, what else do we got?" And then we started a different show, and that was better. And then we we just watched that one instead. And then when we finished, we were like, should we go back to WandaVision? And she was kind of like, nah. So I was like, yeah, that's she good went, enough for me. She went, no. Nah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Sug. <laughs> but yeah. to be fair, too, she, she hasn't seen probably 95% of the Marvel movies, which is probably good for her. It's a blessing. Um, it's a blessing, yeah. Um, so, like, even though that show doesn't have a ton in there, like, I think there's enough of it, kind of. But, uh, yeah, we watched, like, one episode, and then uh, we're open to go back. We're just – we probably won't. And then other than that, like, I've never I, – I wasn't – even when I did read comics, I wasn't a big Marvel guy, so I'm, I'm really out of the loop there. I only read Jeff Lemire shit and mm. DC books, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Thor fan. So I've I've read yeah. some Loki comics. My introduction to Loki was a the Marvel Trading Card Series Two nineteen ninety cards, and there was the mm-hmm. Loki card, and it's awful because it makes it look like he has a mustache in the art. It's a it's an art Adams drawing too, and it's horrible. And I always mm-hmm. found it really confusing because if you look at the first series of those trading cards, the white border ones. Um, Loki looks like classic Loki. He's like green and like yellow, and he's got the long, cool horns. He mm-hmm. looks rad. Uh, and I was like, "Who's this? What's this Loki guy about? He looks pretty cool." And uh, I didn't know anything about him. Never read any of these comics. And then finally, I did. And it seems like there's not much you can do with Loki. Uh, yeah. At one point, at eventually one po- you at, hit a wall. Right? At, I think at one point, like there was the, the, the gruesome thing where uh, Loki's head gets cut off. And then uh, they put his head inside of a box, and they lock it away. And he's still alive, but he's just mm-hmm. decapitated. So he can't do anything because he's a head in the box. And eventually they realize, oh, man, we're going to have to get Loki. And they have to go <laughs> go get his head and put it back on his body. And uh, Loki you know, goes, okay, sure, I'll help you out. And then he says, I'm, I'm peacing out. Bye. And that's the end of it. And you're like, oh, that Loki, he's such a trickster. What a scamp. But Loki, yeah, he's scamp. He's scamp like, but uh, then yeah, it seems like the new stuff is very similar to the recent comics, yeah, because yeah, like he's because uh, it's Loki in a suit and he's got like the, Loki, yeah, and he's got the little Loki crown. I like, mm-hmm. I like crazy horns, um, like real big horns, yeah, I want big yeah. horns. It's like me with Batman. I like the uh, the cult Batman where the where the ears Bernie, are fucking ten foot tall. Right, Bernie Wrightson style. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah, the bigger the better. Why not make that? It's a comic book. Make it fucking enormous. Yeah, it looks cool. 
Looks looks cool. That's all it's all about. Uh, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. I don't know. Where, I mean, there is no. It's a weird question. Where his story goes, and that's the problem with like pretty well all Marvel Marvel comics is they don't go anywhere. The story is just like go in a circle, and, and no, no matter end. no matter what happens, they have to put the toys back in the box, and he starts all over again. And there's a new status quo, and then a new writer does yeah. some stuff for like a year or two or three, and then that's it. And then they have to put it all back in the box again. It happened with um, Walt Simonson. It happened with Dan Jurgens' Thor run, which actually I thought was pretty good, mm. even though Dan Jurgens isn't an in guy, and none of that stuff's in print. Those were actually pretty cool comics. J. Michael Straczynski yeah. stuff was beautifully drawn, but pretty blah. I, I don't remember anything about Matt Fraction. Jason Aaron stuff was actually really rad. And now it's uh, on to Donny Cates, who's just doing, like, Mark Miller writing Thor, but oh. whatevs. Mark Miller's Thor was cool, too, though. In like the Ultimates, yeah, yeah, uh, that type of comic. Yeah, I don't know. Those they they have their they serve their purpose. Actually, just some guy just bought the Ultimates Volume One and Two from us the other day, and I was like, God really? damn, I've, I haven't sold one of those in like three years. And that used to be like a, a hot book. People were all about those Ultimates, particularly Spider Man. But almost that is hmm. all out of print. No one cares about Bendis. No one cares about Warren Ellis, particularly since Ellis has been uh, canceled. Uh, he got canceled. What did he do? Uh well, he was he was grooming women left and right online ah. for like twenty years, and uh, he got yeah, he, he got outed about how he was just like he was, he was a serial guy. He was going through these ladies all the time, and then he went on low key. And then one of his uh, collaborators on like the one comic fell and announced, "Hey, we're pu- we're putting out new. F- we're going to finish the storyline finally at Image." And everyone was like, "Boo." cancel that comic that's why is image publishing this why are they pro abusive women because <laughs> that's that's how the internet works but yeah that is how the internet works yeah unfortunately well is what it is kids yeah goat movie question of the week with me being in disney this week i was curious to hear what your top five disney animated movies are uh justin's are aladdin sword in the stone Robin Hood, The Great Mouse Detective, and Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6, eh? That's yeah, a that's fairly hot. new one to be in yeah. the, the Disney pen. Yeah what, what is the, yeah, what is the Disney animated canon films? Canon. Uh, I pulled up a list from Sally Jane Black. Do you think this is a reputable list of Disney movie, movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let me see. I'm going to put this in... Order of release. That'll help me out a little bit. Because five is a lot. Uh, That's a lot. Let's see here. A lot of cabbage. Snow White and Seven Dwarves is pretty beautiful. And sure. like in groundbreaking animation for 1937. So I'll say that because it just looks so nice. Uh, Bambi looks really good too. Bambi does. Bambi's yeah. good. Bambi looks very good. Uh, Cat from and, Outer and, Space. Uh, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, That's a Disney film. But it's not the animated Oh, it's not, okay. it's not where they would make one like every once a year until I think mm-hmm. Sword in the Stone uh, actually kiboshed that for a bit because there was a big gap. And then they did the Jungle Book, which I'd have mm-hmm. to revisit. But that's like kind of when they changed up their the look of it. Oh no, that was more um, 101 Dalmatians had, like looks so different because mm. yeah, it has a very yeah, it looks it looks good peculiar peculiar. And then yeah, they have like that fine black line artwork that permeates their stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really it does have an appeal to it from the '90s stuff. Ooh, so I don't know. Are you 
as a kid, I really, I did love Aladdin as a as a as a young boy, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think I watched a clip of Lion King, and then I was like, oh, Nathan Lane, <laughs> I hate I hate your voice so much. Yeah, you got a you got a real Nathan Lane thing, I, huh? I do. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I named five. And then yeah, Zootopia was pretty pants. <laughs> uh, it was big when it came out. I mean, they all are. They all remember Treasure yeah. Planet. I do remember Treasure Planet. It's no I mean, Lilo and Stitch, which apparently everybody hates. That's horseshit. That's a great movie. I like Lilo and Stitch. I like Monsters Inc. I like Emperor's New Groove. Well, well, RJ, Monsters yeah. Monsters Inc. is a Pixar film. Oh, what about Emperor's New Groove? Uh, that is also not even. Or no, no, you're right. That is Disney. That's uh, <laughs> the for, that was the fortieth animated feature. Okay. I'm going to pick Emperor's New Groove. Okay. And uh, what was the last one? I Fantasia just said? 2000. Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> what about uh, Hercules? I like Hercules. That's a good one. Frozen, Ooh, James and, Frozen is, 2. Nope. Uh, is James and the Giant Peach Pixar as well? Nope. That is that is DreamWorks. That's, that's I don't know if that counts, but I like that movie. That's I think good. it's DreamWorks. But yeah. It's, yeah it that's DreamWorks? Oh. Maybe I'm Well, whatever. I'm... James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, I like that show. I'll find I'll throw it. it in. 1996. That's that is before Brave Little Toaster. That I'll is, throw that, that one in that's, there. It's animated. It's definitely not Disney though. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, James the Giant Peach is Walt Disney. Well, son, son, son of a bitch. Okay, I'm gonna throw that one in there. That's a legitimately great movie. So uh, I've never, one's I've never seen it. It's awesome. I think you'd probably like it. I a probably lot. would. It's, it's your aesthetic. It is. Yeah. No. I mean, I yeah. I love um, I love Nightmare. On right before christmas so yeah i was going to say nightmare i love nightmare on elm street so you can like both of those it's okay to like yeah. more than one I, I, thing. I like both i like those things what about monkey bone <laughs> you think monkey bone guy? I, i've never seen it uh, i watched it when i was younger i i don't recommend it well maybe you've grown into it me but yeah james and the giant peach is awesome. uh who are some of your favorite classic cartoon characters names that come to mind for me are taz Marvin the Martian, Yogi Bear, Captain Caveman, Yosemite Sam, Speedy Gonzales, Chippendale, and the whole game from DuckTales. Woo-woo. Okay, so wait. Are we doing Looney Tunes characters? Just class, classic characters? cartoon characters. Um, Do Angry Beavers count? Because I'm going to just say the Angry Beavers. Okay. You know Angry Beavers? I, I had a Marvin the Martian twisty straw. Actually, uh, Andrea still has She has a Marvin the Martian keychain that she got when she was like five, and she still has it. She's still... Uh, keeps that thing on her keys all the time mm-hmm. big marvin the martian house over here yeah uh i was um when when we grew up we had looney tunes mugs um mm-hmm. like where it was like the head of the character and we each had one it was our mug and uh do you do you know which uh character was mine my mug jared i don't know porky pig no, uh, I was the little one. Remember that I was the littlest of Wait, all of us. Like Tweety Bird, I was Tweety Bird. Mm-hmm. That was my mug because I was a little guy. Could have been uh, Speedy Gonzalez as well. He's he's quite little. Well, he's... I think we only had four or five. There was a Taz. There was a Bugs. There was a Tweety. No Daffy. Daff- no Daffy. No, 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 Daffy. Daffy. Yeah. There was a Daffy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Cartoons. Am I right? You you know what cartoon characters I really liked the uh, Ah Real Monsters, mm-hmm. those guys were awesome. I like the armpit guy who holds his eyeballs up. <clears throat> what about bump? In, what about bump in the night? 
Well, but the night was pretty good too. I, I liked Ah Real Monster, Real Monsters more though. What about you know? Powerpuff Girls? It's just I was just growing out of it. I just got a chest hair when Powerpuff Girls was coming out, so I, I still watched it, but it wasn't as big to me as a say like a Dexter's Lab or a Hey Arnold. What those, about those ones uh, hit a lot better. what about Samurai Jack? No, I aged out at that point. Okay. You were really yeah. obsessing about that, like, one chest hair? That one chest hair really, run, really kind of... Running around, straight. showing neighbors. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, er, er, like, early, mid to late 90s... Or, not early. Mid to late 90s animation, that's where I was uh, on top of the world, baby. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yogi Bear's pretty rad. Sure. Oh, the, I, why, under what, the right well, circumstances. I, I had a... Um, I think I had, like, a... I don't know five foot tall Bugs Bunny. That's pretty cool. And I had a, a Wiley Coyote. That was like probably, probably my like favorite. And I, it's probably still around somewhere. Also cool. Yeah. But yeah. What, what, how do you fare on uh Bucky O'Hare? Remember uh, Bucky O'Hare? Bucky. Captain Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare. Remember that guy? Yeah. I had all the toys and they were, those were like probably some of the best toys from that era. I have one. I have an. I have a Bucky that I bought from a, a local salon owner in in Creepsville who has yeah. a toy collection. Uh-huh. Yeah, the one and only. <laughs> yeah, he he. I saw a little Bucky O'Hare and I was like, I'm taking that. Dead Dead Eye Duck. Dead Eye Duck was pretty cool. Darkwing mm-hmm. Duck was also pretty cool. Oh, Darkwing Duck. I liked uh, Baloo in Tailspin. Mm-hmm. But uh, La- yeah, Launchpad. Launchpad. Uh, but yeah, I think Angry Beavers is uh, what everyone that's, should be that's, watching. That's where it's at. With it being amusement park season, what are your favorite memories of riding those thrill rides and getting some great food? I love a good roller coaster, but I am finding that too many loops and jerking around gets to my head much easier than when I was a kid. And if I'm forced to be on a spinning ride now, chances are I will need to close my eyes for most of it. Yeah, I, I remember going, I went on the zipper uh, a few years ago. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Real fucking bad. Because it was so tight. Yeah, I can barely. Yeah, I think I've complained about it before. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, it was awful. I, I, yeah, that was not not, good... not the cage. Like I was on the zipper like eight years ago too, mm-hmm. and like when they put that bar down, like yeah. it actually it was pinning my legs, and like I, it was, like I was too big for it. And I, was I was too like, tall. I'm like yeah, I could I could yeah. feel because as it spins, I could feel my head just Your digging head. into like the hard metal like carriage of it. Fuck, mm-hmm. it sucked. And it spins you so much, and it's like this is not a good time. Yeah, zero that, stars. Uh, <laughs> zero stars. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. My uh, my mileage with theme parks is fading because we don't have any near us. Number one. Yeah. And uh, the last time I went, like um, even the little ones, like the swings. Last time I was on the swings, I I threw up real hard afterwards. <laughs> just cause the spinning just it, oh, it makes it. me sick. Uh, that that I'm fine with. Oh, yeah, not that, me, that, man. That, 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 that really a, took me out. See, that's a chill ride, too. So, yeah, if you can't do that. Oh, I know. I, I, think, I know. I think rides are up for you. I can do the faster. Like, this is a weird thing. I can do, like, coasters and fast ones, but, like, the slow spin, mm-hmm. that, that really fucks me up. And teacups, fuck, get out of the way because I will puke all over you. <laughs> what? Really? Oh. Well, last time I was on a teacups. <laughs> the fire hose. And uh, I was in there with my buddy. He's a, he was a firefighter, or he is a firefighter, and he's really strong. And he was just spinning it on his own. And I thought the thing was going to fucking unbolt and take off into the air. It went so fast, I threw up 
everywhere, Jared. Mm. Everywhere. Just saw uh, someone on Facebook here that I uh, vague friends with made some comment about like some mental confusion of the differences between batteries not included and short circuit. Oh, is that <laughs> is that something to uh, post? That's what they posted. They're showing them to their kids, I guess, for the oh. first time. Is that a big deal? I don't know. I, I remember thinking those movies were really cool as a kid because they were like, you know, was it Johnny Five uh, in Short Circuit? Uh, and uh, it's like he was pretty rad. I would have loved a uh, Johnny Five toy. We could probably still get you one. Yeah, hook me up. Yeah. Okay. We could get you one. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, foodie question of the week. What are your favorite food drink movie pairings? For example, I love having some Jack Handy for that bar scene during The Shining. Then for a good mindless comment, you can't be digging into a big plate of cheese melted on tortilla chips. Wait, wait, wait. What? What is the question here? I, I don't know if I, I fully understand I, 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 this. I, don't, I, I guess he, wa- he will eat like nachos. <laughs> With, with yeah. watching a, a mindless comedy, and he okay. likes to have a, a drink while watching The Shining. Oh, I don't, I don't pair food and beverage to the film itself. You just drink. Uh, you just drink. Yeah, it, that that's a constant, ongoing thing. So, that's probably not uh, the best answer, but that's a truthful one. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jer? Uh yeah, no, I, I got nothing. I don't really have any particular. Okay. Like, nothing, nothing comes to mind if, the, if there is. Yeah. That's all right. Sorry. Okay, nothing. Game, 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 game talk. Are you guys chess fans? While I love chess, I can't say I'm very good at it since I never play with much strategy. It has been neat to see my oldest son, Nolan, enjoy playing it, and we go head-to-head on a Lego chessboard that we built together. That's cool. RJ, you into chess? Nah, I used yeah. to try to fuck around with it, but I, I didn't. I think everyone has a chess phase. Yeah, I didn't take it seriously, and so I wasn't very good. And then uh, if I was ever playing with anyone, no one would ever win. You just go, no one knew how to beat each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to get an actual checkmate, it never happened. So I was just like, I'm done with this. Fuck off, chess. Fuck off, chess. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of, like, went deep. I was, like, messing around with chess for, like, a good month at work. It was, like, just really slow. This was even pre-COVID, I think. And uh, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn chess strategy. And there's like so many resources on YouTube, and it takes you through all the different uh, tactics. And I was like, okay. And I, I definitely improved uh, very quickly. But then you're like, what am I doing? Hmm. What, what am I doing here? I mean, I think that's uh, that's fair. Right? Yeah, I don't know. It's there's better things you can do with your time. Is there? I think so. Like oh, okay. like podcasting. Oh, the ultimate the matching of you the mind with your time. <laughs> Just not what anyone should do with their life. Mastermind. You. Finally, RJ must be really torn on the criterion this week with it having animal cruelty and a Jesus metaphor. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Thanks for the time, creeps. Skull. Well, have a continue having a good time. I'm glad you found your phone, Justin. Hey. Get one, Peterson. Should get one of those big pickles that I was telling you about like a week or two ago yeah. at Disney. Do they have those at Disney World? Uh, they were at Disneyland, but I assume it whatever they have at one's got to be at the other. No, or is there? That, that could be like a East Coast West Coast thing. Ooh, shit! That'd he, be that right. would suck. He might wind up with a, you know, one between the eyes if he asks for a pickle, for a big pickle? Uh, out, out east. Son, they, they they're it's all swamp out there. <laughs> they'll just they'll run you out there and dump you. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Florida is a don't don't a ask wild don't place. don't ask for the pickle, Justin. Don't ask for the pickle. Or get the pickle. Or, or, RG's trying to get you killed. Or ask for the pickle. I don't know. Big pickle. Big pickle. It's well, a big I'm, pickle. I'm glad, I'm glad that Justin is also a big ride boy. He is a big ride boy. Him and uh, Frank Santoro should uh, be hanging out sometime. Yeah, going for those rides. It's pretty. There's pretty close to Georgia, right? Close enough. Close enough for me. <sighs> Finally, Sam Sanchez with an oh. email entitled subject. Oh, perfect. I love that. Hey, guys. Trying to get one in here last minute. A couple weeks now, uh, yeah, a couple weeks now, Jarrett was kind of kind enough to send me a tweet mm. comparing Trout and Otani to Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth, but the Angels still sucking, which is a pretty fair analysis. Though this year, Angels have been without Mickey Mantle for 40, for 40 games and still an above uh, 500 team. So hoping they might not suck as much as we think when Trout finally returns. Allegedly. 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 It's no. the key there. Well, I think I just sent it because I was like, hey, I understand this tweet because of Sam Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a big Troutman now, aren't you? <laughs> the biggest. I think you're a big Troutman. I'm going to tell people that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. That's fair. Not Trout. too much to add this week. I've been oh. silent a few weeks now. About to start a new position soon with a fairly long <gasps> commute, so that's fun. But you'll have us to listen to. And, oh, and the other, and the, and, the, and the other Canadian podcast, you can listen to us in like one time speed. That sounds like the worst thing he could have is more time to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Nobody wow. needs these in their life. Last week, RJ brought up old WWF pay per view events, and my fondest memory was the Royal Rumble that Shawn Michaels won from number one. That year, my cousins and a few friends in an uncle's place uh, got together. Uh, drew mm-hmm. numbers out of a hat to see who would get the winner. Prize was like 50 bucks or something. My friend had number two and thought he won it first and was very happy until realizing only one or HBK's feet touched the floor and then his happiness came crumbling down. Fun times. It happens, man. It does happen. Well, how, how do you feel about the heartbreak, kid? Uh, I think he's hot. I think he's sexy. <laughs> Oh. He's he's got the moves that drive the girls wild. I couldn't have said it better myself. No, couldn't have said it better myself. Good for you, because he's a sexy boy. Sexy boy. He, he's he's not your boy toy. What 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 else would he be though? If not a boy toy. Oh, Shawn Michaels. Confused. One of the greatest wrestlers ever. But, of course. But uh, kind of a dick. And then he got better. He found Jesus. Oh, he was yeah. saved? He was, he was a born again. And then... Uh, good for him. He now talks you, plainly Shooter. about being a dink. But yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good wrestler. He was good. He was good. Lastly, was. movies better than books. Would throw out Peter Benchley's jaws compared to the movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, mm. fuck. That guy got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the the greatest summer blockbuster movies ever, uh, based on his uh, cruddy book. Mm. 
Probably sold a lot of books after, though. Oh, yeah. The book has the, the weird affair between Dreyfus and Roy Schneider's wife. I'm sure if I didn't already have the movie in mind and picturing those characters, it wouldn't have been as off-putting, but glad it was mm. cut out. Well, yeah. It's like, what would that add? It's just like, who gives a shit? I don't... I, don't need, I, I, I couldn't have said that better myself. We don't We don't, we don't need uh, Richard Dreyfus uh, bang, banging Roy Schneider's wife in this movie. We don't need that. It's about sharks. No. Mm. And talking yeah, I about do like sharks. The, 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 that dead look in a shark's eye. Well, it's not un, not unlike a Duncan eye. Take care, guys. Hopefully, I got this in under the wire. Sent from Yahoo Mail for iPhone. Wait, he uses Yahoo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I was. I'm going to give him a, a Gmail automatic. Very cool. <laughs> Dude. Does anyone ever reply to your instant replies? Nope. Not yet. That's probably for the best. <laughs> but, That's for the best. Yeah, but it'll tell you exactly when we got to your email. Mm-hmm. It's for a goddamn hour in, RJ. Professionalism. I know. I know. Wow. And you haven't even told me what you've been creeping on this week. Well, RJ, not much. I only watched like a few episodes of Babylon 5. And I thought you had been done by now. Oh, no, I slowed right down. Way, 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 way down. But, man, some of the episodes, it creeps up on you. You see what I did there? And uh, oh, it's pretty good. Uh, the the weird captain from season one just came back for, like, uh, an episode or two, being Qui-Gon Jinn. And, like, like I'm not even kidding. He's he's wearing a Jedi cloak and whatnot. And he, like, it's just a reminder of, like, Jet... What a odd actor he is. But then, of course, he realizes, like, oh, he, he wasn't doing well mentally. And uh, might, contri- uh, might, might contribute if he's a little, uh, a little, uh, what do you call it? A little punchy. A little punchy? He's a little punchy, I think. Do you ever get a little punchy? No. I don't get too, I don't get, uh, too many uh, blows to the head. Oh, I see. Why not? Uh, I'll come punch you if you want. Please don't. I don't. Cons- I I don't consent. I'll say why are you wearing and, a and, mask and don't even tr- and don't even try to work through the no. Oh, Buster. well, hey, if I do, there's video uh, audio proof of you saying that that's okay. So what? <laughs> Somewhere in the last five years, I'm sure you've said that something to that effect. Something like that. Yeah, or we can edit it to make it sound like you have. But yeah, no. Other than yeah, that uh, p- that pickup artist video on YouTube I watched, uh, it's a whole lot of nothing exciting for the Creeps verse. Unless unless That's you okay. unless you want to hear about uh, Commander, EDH. What's Commander? EDH, you know, cards like electronic dance hall. Yep, exactly. Competitive yeah. electric dance hall. Is there a lot of glow sticks there, or what? A lot of E, if you know what I mean. They call it Molly now. Yeah? Yeah, and uh, they always go, Papa Molly, I'm sweating. That's what the kids say now. (laughs) Is that what they say? Yeah, I read that on the internet one time. And uh, sometimes if, uh, like, because Andy and I, we don't actually talk to each other, uh, sometimes if, like, I'm working out and I'm sweating, I'll go, Papa Molly, I'm sweating. But it's I, I haven't consumed ecstasy. I've just I'm just sweating because I'm a sweaty guy. Okay. You know what I mean? You know? Yep. Yeah. RJ, what have you been creeping on this week? I watched a bunch of shit this week, Jerry. A bunch of shit. 
Yeah, one well, movie, but a bunch of what? Bunch of no, no, like you mean the the contractually obligated movie or another movie? I watched another movie. Did you not see? I don't think I did. Oh wait, no, I did see that. The uh, I wrote a lengthy review. Our, of this. Our, yeah, I did. I read it. So yes, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Forgot that was this week. Yeah. So I watched uh, R. L. Stein. R. L. Fine. Uh, Fear Street Part One, 1994. Hmm. So I wasn't actually gonna watch these because there's a uh, two more. One comes out this Friday. One comes out next Friday. And I was like, ah, these seem like Creeptober picks. But uh, a lot of people were talking about it. So I was like, you know what? You're gonna. You're not even gonna wait till Halloween. Still there? Yeah, I'm still there. You you disappeared. Oh, okay. Where did where did I cut off? Uh, you said you were going to not watch this, but then all these people were. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I was like, I like R.L. Stein, whatever. I'm a Goosebumps guy. Uh, I'll check this out. It is uh, R.L. Stein even a R.L. Stein fan? Uh, I think he is. I saw him in real life once. I didn't talk to him, but I saw him. And, and yet you're still alive. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm just noticing he's not even credited on this. <laughs> on uh, Letterboxd. He's, he's not credited as a writer. That's kind of shit, isn't it? Maybe he has nothing to do with it at all other than the Fear Street brand. Don't they still have to credit him, though? No. He didn't, like, do anything. Like as the original creator, but Fear Street's just like an anthology. Huh. Fear Street was just an anthology thing, anyway. Yeah, I know. I just now my review oh, makes no sense. You see I'm that? About uh, oh, I, I do see that your boy Adam Wingard's a producer, though. Uh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, this is a very so you don't know much about this, eh? No, this is a very suggestive image, though. I'm seeing in the banner. It's like a woman in the being, banner. Yeah, on Letterboxd. That's Ethan Hawke's kid, man. Being assaulted Hawk by a, a, being assaulted from behind by a a, a, glow, a glow skeleton uh, yeah. bodysuit. Yeah, that's Maya Hawke. Wow, she was in the news lately because Quentin Tarantino was talking about her. Uh oh, uh oh. If we ever if we ever make Kill Bill three, Maya Hawke will play uh, Uma Thurman's daughter because she's his her daughter in real life. And then he grinds his teeth because he's on Molly. Uh, <laughs> I, I have some very sick images in my mind of when Quentin Tarantino talks about like putting women in his films. Because we all Maybe know he's in that. We school. all know what that means. I wonder if he liked the. Oh. Pro- I wonder if he liked the the producers. Oh fuck! He loves that. Him and Nathan Lane are best friends. Besties. They're just looking for the right role for him. They're trying. They're trying. So anyways, I threw this one on because this one's 90s. I think the next one is 80s or 70s. Or the next one's 70s, and then the last one is 80s or something like that. So it's a three-part thing. And it's uh, it's about a little town, obviously. And there is a witch curse that brings serial killers to life. It's actually kind of a neat <laughs> idea because they have like they have all of the slashers present. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Let me. I, I think you would absolutely hate this thing. But, uh, <laughs> it's like the way of... the way he said it. This is like, oh yeah, that's what happens. There's a witch's curse and brings back serial killers. But, oh yep. god, <laughs> what? They just so keep they just person. keep coming. Well, yeah, 
that's literally the plot. So they, it brings back all the slashers. So you have your Michael Myers. Oh, slasher. slashers. Your, okay, um, slashy slashers are different slashers. than serial killers. Yeah. No, you have it brings all the slashers. So you have the Jason slasher, like the guy from the lake. You have a, uh, I don't know, like a Michael Myers slasher. You have all these different slasher archetypes. It's got some uh, some saying. cabin in the woodsness to it. Yes, it does. It's, yeah. So it's meta. Yes, it is. It's it's self-aware. So this witch brings all the slashers around and it's like every like 10 years or so it's a different slasher, but it's all because of a witch. And uh, right now we're in the 90s and you have um, a family like a girl who an older girl. She's like 17 or so and she's raising her brother who's like 14. I, I don't know if there's a parent there or whatever, but it's about them and their friends. And uh, that's pretty much what this movie is about, Jared. So uh, I was watching this, and I think it's got it's got a lot of charm because it does hit it does some things right. Like they are clearly like they care about this stuff, but then at the same time, there is a lot of stuff in this movie that I absolutely hate. I hate <laughs> because it's like it's it's like all the tropes and like all the bad stuff but the thing that i hate the most and what what i like the reason i even wrote the review is because of the use of music in this thing because they'll play a song for 20 seconds and like in my review i put it was like a character's walking to the bus and it'll be like this 90s song that's recognizable and you're like oh cool they're using a song it'll go for 20 seconds and then the character will get on the bus and then as she's walking past other like people a new song plays and then she'll go sit down, and then 20 seconds later, she looks at the window, and then another song plays. And it's just like, holy fuck. Like, it, it happens two or three times in this movie, and it's so much, and it's so fast that you're just like, the movie is trying to give people ADHD. Like, I, it's, it, it blows my mind. It's like, let this thing breathe for a second. Why are you jumping every 20 seconds? Like, I know I exaggerate a lot, but I actually clocked it. And it's three songs in one minute. That's how. So it's like 20 seconds each. And I'm just like, that's too much. You're moving too fast. You know what I mean, Jarrett? This is a, this is an RJ problem. But yeah. I'm sure if you watch it, you'll notice now. Right? Yeah. I, I, so it sounds that's not good. It's not good. And then there's there's lots of like the normal other tropes too. Like they go to the hospital, uh, they go to a hospital, and there's no people in there. And then they take the ambulance because someone left the keys in there. It's just like shit like that. You're just like, it's like, how does this stuff? Um, the guy looks like B.J. Novak and Fred Savage. There's a uh, one thing that really kind of made me mad is near the end of this movie, they uh they blame it on drugs, and they're just like. Uh, the cops just like, well, we can either say that it was tweakers or you can say that it was a witch. What are you going to do? And I feel like they're trying to make like a bigger statement about something. And I'm just like, that's kind of shitty to kind of throw that in here. Like, I, I feel like that's I feel like we're starting to get away from this stuff. And that's for the best. I don't think we should because I don't know. It feels it feels out of place where it's kind of just like, hey, we believe you but we're going to go with this other narrative because it fits better. And it's like, I realize that's how a lot of the world works, but uh, it's like, should it, should it be like that? Or is honesty best? You know what I mean? Jer? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's like another I'm, scene. I feel like I'm an earnest sketch sometimes with you. <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? Mm-hmm. 
know what I mean, bro? There's another scene too where I one of the one thing I absolutely hate is the misuse of epinephrine and like adrenaline, where they're like, we need to kill this girl. And they're like, kill her. And it's like, it's okay, we'll bring her back. I have seven EpiPens. And they're like, what are those? They're like, he's like, it's epinephrine. It's adrenaline. It'll bring her back to life. And it's like, that's not how epinephrine works. It's like, it, I don't know. It just bugs me. Again, I know that's a, a silly thing, but it's like, I, I find that kind of stuff stupid. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think I liked this movie. <laughs> I, you don't. It's got some stuff in there that's pretty cool, like. So I, I think we're I think we're like ten seconds off uh, in our conversation in our internet connection here. There's a little bit of a delay, but hmm. okay. I mean, you're you're coming in okay currently, but we'll see. Oh, okay. We'll see yeah. what happens. Anyways, I don't I don't think I liked this. It's got some good stuff in it, but on the whole, it just kind of annoyed me. Like, I don't know. I think you would be annoyed by this movie, or oh. you actually you wouldn't care. You okay. just you just be like, I don't care. Uh, I'm going to predict that makes sense. zero stars. For you? Yeah. No, so yeah, I'm I don't gonna, think you would like uh, I'm going to bring that back. I want people to sing zero stars. Zero stars. <laughs> yeah. You should bring it back. No buy. Like no buys. Dud. No buys. No buys. So anyways, uh, I did watch some Voyager 2, but before I, I get to that, um, you know what Andrea and I watched this week? Gundam. We, we did not watch the Gundam. I am going to watch that one last one. But uh, hey, did you see that Gundam guy get all mad in our I, Instagram I was going to say, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw the guy comment once. I didn't know if there was a follow-up to it. No, that was it. That was it. I, I used the Gundam tag, and yeah. that guy took it very personally. Well, he was like, where's the, you know, he was like, where's the Gundam? And that's a fair <laughs> oh, point, I... RJ. Where is the Gundam? Your, your, your games of hashtag abuse finally caught up to you. And it's a good thing that you can't be reported for uh, misusing tags. Otherwise, you're you're fired, pal. I think people need to uh, relax. Is what I would say. Relax or tag responsibly. No, I'm not gonna do that. Get out of here. Anyways, no no restrictions. Uh, no restrictions. Uh, or wait. I was going to say something else. Never mind. Um, Andrea and I, uh, so we, we watched that Mayor of Easttown, and Andrea's like, I want to watch another, like, uh, like crime show, but, like, not, like, a true crime, like a, a serialized one. Do you know what we watched? But, so... That, or what were you going to say? Is, is that a translation of what she said, which was... And you went... And then you just started using your little nub to navigate your the control pod. To get to the next show, and then you went. Bah, 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 bah. It was actually my foot. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. foot hit the clicker as you're melting. It was yeah. very, it was very was, hot. it was very hot. It was very hot. Our AC almost went down. I think because oh, it was shit. so hot. God damn. It it wasn't hitting the the temperature we set it at on that super hot day, and I was like, uh oh. I was like, that's not a good sign. It's okay mm. now though. Yeah, now it's uh, we watch. Now it's manageable. We uh we watched True Detective season two. Oh, week. yeah. Because we we watched True Detective season one, which we really liked, and then I remember when season two came out, no one liked it, right? Yep. So we didn't watch it at that time. Yep. You have. Oh man, the connection's terrible. What's going on? I know that's what I was saying. Yeah. We got a big delay here. What are you saying? 
Uh, I, I was saying you haven't seen it, have you? No, I have not. Two? I have not. Okay. So I'll give you I'll give you a, a quick bullet point version of this. Um, I I think Colin Farrell is good. Colin Farrell is good. I think Vince Vaughn is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show is misguided. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's trying to be way smarter than it th- than it is, mm-hmm. and it really shows. Um, so like, Colin Farrell's a dirty cop. Vince Vaughn is a uh, uh, like a mob guy. Um, Tim Riggins, what's his, whatever his face is, the guy who played Tim Riggins. Um, <laughs> who, who's that? <laughs> from Friday Night Lights. Oh my God! You, I can't I, remember. Like, like I know who that's going to be. Uh, Taylor Kitsch. Oh, of course. Yeah, he Everyone. plays like a state cop who used to have like a military background. And then uh, Rachel McAdams plays a cop who uh, she used to, her dad started a cult in like California in the 70s. There is a lot of moving parts in this, Jared. Tyler are Kitsch. You, I'm looking up Taylor are, Kitsch. He's like, yeah. he's older than me. What the fuck? Yeah. Tim Riggins. He's a year older than me. From X-Men. Well, he played a high school. X-Men like, or. X-Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, he he's Gambit, I think. He's the Gambit? He's Remy Labou. Yeah, I don't know who this dude is. That's ah, okay. You don't need to know him. No. What so is, it's those four. Was he, was he in John Carter? I think he was John That's Carter. That's what I mean. That's a, he's John Carter, the movie that did yep. really bad? Wow. Mm-hmm. He what? can't catch a break, man. Because I imagine these four actors, too, when they were like, you're going to come on True Detective. Look how hot season one was. They're like, that sounds great. And then they came on to season two and was like, man, I can't wait to come on your show and talk about how time is like a disc. Flat circle. It's a disc. (laughs) Disc. It goes around. Disc. Y'all, y'all know about Carcosa? Carcosa. But then it means fucking jack shit. This one's because what was like what what's his name the creator of the the, the, cr- the creator of the Nick show Nick Pazzaludo yeah or Pazzaludo? yeah the, the king king plagiarist that he is um, yeah he stole his stuff from Thomas Ligotti I think yeah yeah I've got a copy of that book Winfrey at the store buddy uh, Thomas Ligotti yeah with the king in yellow is that the book that no 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 well no. that's the book season one of True Detective no it's the uh, conspiracy against the human race. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. Yeah, that's fun. It's I'm going to come. It's, it's got some nihilism. It's fun. I like nihilism. I'll, I'm going to come. I do. Week, I think you would. I think you're a big nihilist boy. I am sometimes. No. Not in True Detective Season 2, though. No. It's, it's, it's some, one point it was supposed to be about, like, underground highways or some shit. Yeah, it is. Okay, so. <laughs> so here, what, here's so what, is, what does that I, mean? I so what does that mean? It's sex slaves. I see. That's. And literal underground tunnels, literal underground tunnels. See, like, well, I mean, if you're doing underground tunnels, you better be bringing some chuds. That's it what... only pops up once, and there's no chuds. Oh, Not see, this, what's this? So it, hey, it's, he... just, it's like it wants me to like it. Then they're like, hey, we're, we're going to like, last. The first was like King and Yellow. No. Yeah, you want some Morlocks? No, you don't. No. Yeah, and well, that that's the thing, okay? So it's. There's there's some good stuff there enough that like you keep watching, but there's enough bad stuff that you roll your eyes at it. You're just like, ugh. but it's like I said, it's it thinks it's smarter than it is. So they're trying to talk about like elitist sex circles where it's like big like, oil men J- buying Jeff, women. J- Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. But not actual slaves, just big sex parties. And then Jeff Epstein. Like, Jeff, Jeff Epstein. 
Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So sex, slave parts, uh, cults, plastic surgery, um, corrupt policemen, uh, corrupt politicians, like the mayor is making a rail system that isn't actually needed, isn't functioning. And then it all takes place in this, it's like a fictionalized version of a real place outside of California that's all industrial. And there's only like 100 people that live there and they all work the industrial area. Okay. And that's where it takes place. Um, but uh, some of it is good. Colin Farrell's really good for the first couple episodes because uh, his character gets really loaded and beats the shit out of people and yells at little kids. He looks at a little kid and he, he, like, he doesn't believe that he's 12 years old. He goes, 12 years old? Fuck you. And then he beats up his dad. <laughs> Which I, I thought was really funny. Um, so that was good. But then in the last two episodes, I think Colin Farrell forgot what his accent was that he was doing for the first six. <laughs> and he, he went like Foghorn Leghorn. And he's like, well, I'm going to be talking like this now. I say son. I say son. Well, we were watching. And I was like, what's going on? This isn't how he was talking. Kentucky. He wasn't supposed to be, though, so it was really strange. Um, Vince Vaughn, they really tried to make him an old-school gangster, and, like, the, the first the first time now, I this, knew something now, is was this wrong. Like, is this, like, William Hurt in History of Violence bad? Uh, the, no, it's... Okay, folks, I don't know. That is, like, my... When I think of, like, the worst acting I've ever seen from, mm-hmm. like, a like, a real actor... I've got to say that William Hurt in History of Violence is like one of my go-tos. It's it's yeah. it's so fucking shitty. Uh, I, I can't believe it exists. It's it's like almost Michael Madsen levels, you know. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm, I'm just gonna say Michael Madsen is not a good actor. <laughs> like I'm gonna say that, yeah. but I think William Hurt. Most people be like, yeah, no, he's really good. And I've seen William Hurt be really good in movies. He's Altered yep. States, but uh, History of Violence, yep. no. No, no, I don't care how much you like no. that movie or think it's cool. No, that that performance is, yeah. uh, fuck. <laughs> At least it's brief. It is. Yeah, you go right to the end of the movie. Yeah. It's not, uh, so Vince Vaughn's not bad like that. Like, I actually, I, I like Vince Vaughn's acting. It's just, they, the dialogue in this show is so bad, they don't do him any favors. When he's supposed to be like a mob boss who's kind of went up the ladder a little bit, I, I first knew there was trouble when he was uh, he's talking to Colin Farrell and he's like, I'm feeling apoplectic. And a minute later, Colin Farrell says apoplectic. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, why are they talking like this? I was like, to, people tr- don't talk like this. They're trying to talk over the uh, typewriter. Yeah, apoplectic. And then like they were using words that like I was just like – it's like, number one, people don't talk like this. But number two, this guy wouldn't be talking like right. this. Yes. And I was like, and that's dumb. So, like, that that's the biggest thing. It's like, they 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 think they're really smart, but they're not. And it shows. Distracting more so than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think, uh, what's his name? David Morse or something is in this. Does the cult leader. And he has long hair. And when you see him, you, like, it's impossible to take him seriously. It, it looks ridiculous it looks so stupid look up david morris oh fuck he's long hair (laughs) yeah it's really distracting you're like i don't like this at all um i was like i think i know who you're talking about but uh, long hair that guy oh i'm looking at it oh there he is 
Yeah, try try taking that seriously. He looks like he's going to show up in an episode of Voyager. He uh he uh he drops a line in this. Uh yeah, he does look like he'd pop up in Voyager. I'm going to send this to you right now because I, I took a picture because I thought it was so funny where uh, he's talking to Rachel McAdams because he had like a cult and then Rachel McAdams was one of the daughters of his and then his other daughter went into the adult film industry. <gasps> oh no. So I just she, she's talking about it, and then I just sent you this picture. It's a good screen cap. <laughs> Maybe I'll post that later. <laughs> um, but anyways, I this, this is probably longer than I needed to talk about it. One other thing. This has the worst opening song I have ever seen for a TV show. It is ridiculous, okay. and it's like two minutes long. Of course, because it's, it's, so it's, it's prestige. Prestige. Yeah, so, uh, so what's there's the, also what's... a slow-mo gun death in this. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Real I, dumb. Yeah, I, I gotta look this up. True Detective. I want to see what the name of the song is. Because usually it's made by like some really... It's not like Nick Cave. It's some guy it? named T-Bone. Oh, is this the guy? It's, didn't it's he by do a guy the, named T-Bone. Didn't he do season one as well? T-Bone? And he's doing season three as well. But this song, it, it sucks. It's like, I got lost, but I wasn't found. But then they found okay. me. It looks like so the true but detective, true detective season one, uh, is a duo, husband and wife, called the Handsome Family. Okay. And then T Boy. Let's see, a season two theme. I'll, have to look, I'll check. I'll check that out during the break, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's not a. What? It's not horrible. Like, because I remember people were absolutely shitting all over it. It's not that bad. It's just it's not great. Well, because people you really like I mean? people really like season one, and then yeah, season two was not like more of the same. And then yeah. uh, it seems like people like season three though. Yeah, I think season two. Bottom line, too many moving parts. They had too much shit going on that they were trying. And they're not as smart as they think they are. But yeah, season three, we just started. And I won't say too much yet, but it is, it's, it's way better. It's a, uh, it's a lot, lot more of what we wanted. And Jeremy Saulnier did the first two episodes, but then I think he got removed because he was supposed to do the whole season. And then I think he only ended up doing two episodes, which is weird. Hmm. So we, we've only watched the first two and it's, it's actually, it's really good. Mahershal Ali is awesome. But uh, I think I'm, I'm not looking forward to when Jeremy Saulnier is taken out because that seems weird that they would remove him. Creative Anyways. differences. Creative differences. So do you want me to tell you about Voyager at all? Or? Oh God. Yes, please. You, should I just do like an episode or two just to keep the streak sure. going and then, and yeah. that's it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Where did we leave off last week, Jared? <clears throat> I don't even know anymore. 509. Okay. I'll, I'll hit you with like two or three episodes because these ones aren't very good. So last time we watched 509, so 510, Janeway gets Sezzy, two out of four stars. Sezzy. Sezzy is the new word to say sexy. It's, but, for, it's uh, for people who don't want to talk like an adult. I got it. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, so in this episode, a, a guy comes onto the ship and seduces Janeway, and then she figures it out near the end. Uh, it's not very interesting. Sounds like Star Trek. Yeah. Yep. Uh, five eleven. Janeway does a murder again. Three out of four stars. Ooh. So the doctor has PTSD in this. His memory has been really uh, erased, and then he's going around challenging everyone. And they're like, uh, 
they're like, we had to erase your memory. And he's like, why? He's like, I don't understand. He's like, and they're like, you agreed we had to do this. He's like, I don't believe you. He's like, I want my memory back. And he has PTSD about someone dying. It was a good episode. I actually liked it quite a bit. Quite a bit, Jared. Quite a bit. Uh, okay, here's another one for you. 512. Uh, Harry Kim says, let's go find those slave girls. End quote. Two out of four stars. Not a one, though. No, it's not all about him. He just drops. He's like, let's go look for the slave girls. This is Bride of Chaotica. This is the one that takes place all in like a 50 sci-fi. Okay. Or not all, like half of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see people sharing this episode quite a bit. It's yeah. okay. It's not great. Not great. Hey, let me hit you with one more quick, and then let's end this. <laughs> let's end this. 513. Hey, look, it's Tank Girl. Two out of four stars. <laughs> Do you remember Tank Girl, Jarrett? Uh, you know, Tank Girl is a comic book that continues to come out to this day. Yeah, but do you know the the actress who was Tank Girl, who was also in uh, A League of Their Own? Uh, yeah, what's her face? Rory Petty. Yeah. Yeah, what about Tuvok and what about her? Yeah, Tuvok and another guy land on a planet, and then she's there, and then Tuvok and her have a relationship for a little bit, but Tuvok is like, I can't have a relationship. I'm Vulcan. I'm Vulcan. Uh, and then eventually they get off the planet, and that's it. Big big stakes. <laughs> that was four episodes, Jarrett, that I just <laughs> talked to you about. <laughs> wow, that's where is that where we're at with uh, Trek? Uh, in for Voyager, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty well just like yeah, it, it just exists. I've uh, I've there, I, it's like I've said before. Voyager has some good episodes, but on the whole, Voyager doesn't feel like a Star Trek series. And I think more than anything, this seems like this would be the entry point for a little kid. This, this whole series like this is to get little kids into Star Trek because it's um, compared to the other three series it's like this is nothing like those other ones I don't think so at least right they have the occasional episode like that but for the most part it's like yeah 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 that's uh that's too bad it's too bad sad I was just I, actually when you were talking about Star Trek and how boring it sounds I was like yeah that was a really good episode of Babylon 5 I watched the other day where it's like, because yeah. you don't know when the big episodes are going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they start like, oh, you're like, oh, this must be a bigger deal episode because they're actually talking about the main plot. And they often, they do more often than not talk about the main story. And then like, you're like, oh, this character is just gone. And then it's like, oh, they're doing this. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, son of a bitch. Like the, they, they actually do make big moves and uh, mm-hmm. there is a plan in place, which is kind of cool to watch. In, in, hmm. Instead of like, I mean, the, the the seasons are pretty long though. Like there are like there are like twenty two, twenty four episodes each. Just like mm-hmm. TNG. Just like TNG, twenty six episode seasons. Yeah. Fuck. I like I like yeah. those. Uh, that's one of the nice things about like HBO's format of their like twelve, thirteen episode seasons. And keep them tight. Uh, prestige. Prestige. I think True Detective is only eight episodes. It's nice. Yep. Not bad. Nice. Beautiful. So anyways, that's enough of Voyager. Enough of Voyager. Enough of creeping. Um, you got, you got any mm-hmm. news over there? You going to go see a Black no. Widow? No. No. No, I, I will not be attending. You're not, are you, are you going to stream it? No. No. 
I will not be attending that either. I'm not going to pay $30 to watch that movie. No, I'm Even when that movie... I'm probably not going to watch Even it. when that movie is free, you'll be like, nah. I mean, I haven't watched a bunch of the last Marvel movies. I never watched that last Ant-Man one. I never watched Black Panther. Like, you, did, I, you, I, you, I've you watched the end game, though. That one I did, but that was I got taken and to then, the theater and, and, by someone. Yeah, you were kidnapped. I was, kind of. Like Harry Kim style. Harry, I was kidnapped Harry Kim style. Yeah, I watched the big one, but like the individual ones, I've I've kind of stopped caring, to be honest. And I'm okay with that. Somehow, oh, Criterion Collection, I'm going to ban you on my feed. Which feed? On my Criterion feed. Man, they're just posting this shit every, like, all this stuff. Someone got active today. Maybe they got yelled at at work. Hey, you're not even doing your social media job. Oh, better better shit likes and stuff. I blow right through that. I don't look at that shit at all. I know. I just and they get like whatever ten thousand people liking their crap. And if we what do we get? Twenty five on a good day. On a good day, those people are chuds. I don't want those fans anyways. Those are the people that are like, well, actually, that's a great movie. And I go, eh, it's not. I can't wait. Till Grow we, up. I can't wait till we get asked to watch a movie that we're not watching for seven more years. <laughs> hey, can you guys do this movie next? No. Yeah, works, yeah. Man. Well, you know, one one of these days we're, we're gonna we'll get there. We'll get. It's always can you do Spine eight hundred right now? And it's like, no, nah, we're on two hundred and ninety. No. Well, we got a way to go. Let, let me let me tell you, if we decided to just like watch whatever we wanted, it, it, it probably wouldn't be that movie. No. no if we were watching whatever we'd wanted, we wouldn't be even doing this. We'd be. Just be watching... Doing a Star Trek podcast. Star Trek. <laughs> so we're watching Insurrection again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, it's a good one. He's a flotation device. He can be used as one if yeah. he needs to be. Worf acne. <sighs> Shaving Riker's balls. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> uh, you want to talk about a movie, RJ? No. Oh. All right. Well, uh, good night, folks. Um, well, maybe after the break, it'll just be me by myself. RJ's bailing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna go see some sad donkey times. Unfortunately. Oh, well, I bought me a donkey about four foot tall to plow my cotton in the early fall. He's running around was an awful sin. I had to build a fence to keep my donkey in. I rigged up a wire with a battery charge to keep my donkey from a running at large. Inside this pen, I turned him loose, corralled by volts of electrified juice. Well, which way did my donkey go? If you see him, let me know. I haven't seen my donkey since. He backed into that electrified fence. To the stratosphere. I just got word from a Albuquerque. A donkey up there was looking for work. Balthazar. 
pièce enfantine que nous nous étions faite, c'était dans un monde imaginaire. Pas dans la réalité. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about Ahazar Balthazar from 1966, directed by Robert Bresson. This movie somehow doesn't have a tagline accompanying it. Not at all? No. It's weird. No? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Some movies don't, RJ. Some movies don't. Uh, this seems like it's, this is from Letterboxd, reads like the back of the Criterion DVD to me, but you mm-hmm. decide. A profound masterpiece from one of the most revered filmmakers in the history of cinema, Rob Bresson's Alhazar Balthazar follows the donkey Balthazar as he is passed from owner to owner, some kind and some cruel, but all with motivation beyond his understanding. Balthazar, whose life parallels that of his first keeper, Marie, is truly a beast of burden, suffering the sins of humankind. But despite his powerlessness, he accepts his fate nobly. Through Bresson's unconventional approach to composition, sound and narrative this simple story becomes a moving parable about purity and transcendence what uh what parable of purity do you represent uh my own your own purity yeah and on a scale of clean to duncan where do you fit on the purity i'm a duncan boy you're a Duncan boy? Deep, deep Duncan. Like a Robert Duncan McNeil? Rancis Duncan. Oh, oh, oh. oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Not good. Ran- yeah, Rancis Duncan. That's it. Rancis Duncan? Is that yep. uh, what we're going with now? Yep. Okay. It's fair. So, uh, Alhazar Balthazar. Robert Bresson. We've talked about that director before. Remember him? Uh, you know remind that? me. Well... Uh, do you remember a Diary of a Country Priest? Yes, that's that's cool, that's right? A Bres- that's a Bresson. Yeah, he's he's back in Bresson form. Uh, we haven't watched Pickpocket yet. We haven't watched A Man mm-hmm. Escaped yet. I've seen those. I've seen Machette. I've seen L'Argent. Uh, so our introduction was Diary of a Country Priest, which Damn. is not my cup of tea. I, I liked it more than you did, though. Yeah, so we're split on that one we're a split little on bit. That one. Yeah, um, it's definitely the groundwork for his later movies, such mm-hmm. as this one. But so yeah, Brisson, uh My introduction to him really came from I think hearing a lot about Pickpocket and how uh, mm-hmm. Paul Schrader was bigly influenced uh, by it when he was, and then a lot of the influence came into Taxi Driver. Bigly, yeah. Which is like almost like the biggest, mm-hmm. and uh, so I remember watching, like tracking down, watching Pickpocket, and really liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then sometime later, I watched A Man Escaped 
when I was kind of on a hunt for prison movies, and there's like a few actually in the Criterion Collection. This is and that was one of them, and that movie was great. Uh, and I watched some like old ass DVD copy of Largent, and then I watched Machete, and then at some point here and there, I've then watched All Hazard, Balthazar, uh, the donkey, mm-hmm. the donkey picture, as I uh, am want to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a movie. It's a movie about donkeys. See here, Gabo. It's a movie about donkeys. Yeah. You'll never believe it. You'll like never... that kind of yeah. Thing. It's the donkey, the donkey picture. Yeah. So I watched so like I, Julian I'm... Donkey Boy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, skimming through my 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 reviews for a mm-hmm. uh I, I gave this bad boy when I watched it the first time five stars, and and, and, and gave it a really? big and, and, and gave it a uh, a likey. I, I like this on Letterboxd. You gave it a likey. When did you watch this originally? Uh, five years ago, 2016, just, 2015. Like just pre-podcast? Yeah, it would have been before, before the... Ah, no, Afric. I was totally wrong on that. March 8th, 2013. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to say, it's got definitely before podcast. Definitely you, before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But, um, so, yeah, this was a revisit for me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this is... It's got one of those titles that... Uh, it is a foreign language title. Oh. Uh, and it's like, Alhazar, Balthazar. People talk about this movie an awful lot. And, uh, and it's got this donkey on it. And you're like, what's this about? And you're like, it's about the donkey. And you go, I see. I don't mm-hmm. know if I, I don't know if I'm going to be in the mood to watch a, a donkey movie. Uh, Especially I mean, in the art house context. That was kind of like my um, uh, thought about it before I ever saw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other donkey movies you could watch. There is. Yeah. Have you ever seen Shrek? I have. Not, not that one. Uh, I was gonna say some other stuff, but uh, there's donkeys in other films, I believe. Donkeys, mules. How about mules? Yeah, mules, but mules are sterile, you know. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, sterile. That, that, I don't know if that really comes into play for all Balthazar, though. History. Mm, no, well, no, he he took a vow of uh, celibacy. Well, there's apparently like at least fourteen films with donkeys in them. At least. Uh, there's something called Donkey Skin. Mm, not uh, for me. Um, <laughs> that's a very strange movie poster from 1970. Jacques Demi, a fairy godmother, helps a princess disguise disguise herself so she won't have to marry her father. That's not kind. With Catherine Deneuve. With who? Catherine Deneuve. Oh, yeah. One of my faves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, no that one doesn't sound good, though. I wouldn't watch that one. Donkey Skin? <laughs> donkey Skin. Mm-mm. What how, are some of the other how donkey do you how, how do you like donkeys? How do you feel about them donkeys? They're pretty. Like they're, donkeys. They're, they're pretty cool, right? They're pretty adorable. Donkeys are... Um, they're very... Uh, like well tempered and they're they're pretty smart actually donkeys are actually really good like the few donkeys i've known in my personal life Jarrett, which actually i'm not just being full of shit i i have known a couple uh they were awesome donkeys are donkeys are really very cool i like yeah, them very sweet unlike they mean, are mean ass horses oh well, horses are scary man mm-hmm. horses are scary but uh donkeys if i if i had to have a friend of a big animal it would not be a horse it would be a donkey mm-hmm yeah. No. Yeah. I like donkeys. They're uh, they're cool, smart dudes, and uh, they're very nice. They're just nice guys. Yeah. You know, just like a nice guy. Kind of like Balthazar. 
Uh, yeah, Balthazar is a nice guy. No. Hey, don't forget the saint. He didn't uh, go. He didn't go to sainthood. Not to. I don't know. Any, I don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about no Balthazars. Oh, okay. Well, I'll fill you in. No, I'm sure you will. Uh, so this mm-hmm. movie opens up. Uh, it is. I don't know the countryside. It's France. Mm-hmm. Um, we get we get a little uh, baby donkey. Yes, we do. Yeah, he's feeding away. He's, he's uh, suckling at the teat. He's getting some milk, and he kind of gets like picked picked by a family. It's like oh, let's, let's adopt a baby donkey. Well, it's it's not even really adopt. It's just we're taking this yeah, donkey. We take, have to have it. Yeah, we want this donkey for the kids. You know. Yeah. It's like we gotta have it, we gotta need it. We're taking the donkey, yeah. and these are and that was pretty much. And then, it. and then we get some images of like idyllic days of rolling in the hay, <laughs> frolicking. Everyone, everyone's happy. Uh, Balthazar is like at his fluffiest. Oh, he's so he's so yep. fl- he's so fluffy. He's got a little fluff. The he's big, uh... his big tufts, and he's just like, oh look, I don't I don't know. This is pretty cool. We're like all donkeys together. Nothing, nothing nothing could ever get worse it'll never get worse than this this is the best it's it's all uphill from here potentially potentially but no no this is cinema rj this is cinema a story what, what's uh, the word you just used uh, there i'm cinema i'm unfamiliar with that uh, a, it's like balthazar the saint uh oh, okay it's like that cinema saint cinema okay, okay. Sa- satan's cinema uh, yeah, that's a little bit more accurate. There you go. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. uh, there's like there's like the the human stuff, which is like the bulk of the movie with with uh, Balthazar interludes, and I think most I think I speak for everyone where it's like I want more donkeys and less people. Uh, I mean, I agree. I would I would prefer. In general nothing but donkeys i would just uh, prefer it in a um in a manner fitting to my standards of donkey treatment if that makes sense yeah but yeah i, I agree with you we do need more donkeys only donkeys for Did, that matter i was uh, a question for you have you ever seen conan the barbarian <laughs> yeah many years ago did, did, did that movie ever come to mind while watching this no, you're gonna have to. You're gonna okay. Have to unpack so that you, you know how, like, bit. you know, after a uh, little little Arnold Schwarzenegger is kidnapped uh, by uh, <laughs> uh, James Earl Jones, yeah, and, and he's enslaved or whatever, and and like they they strap him in as becomes a little beast of burden, and you're like, you got to push this wheel, you got to grind this wheel, and then they then they do like a transition, and he's all like jacked because it's now now it's really Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's pushing it, and he's just going around and around in a circle. I like to think that John Milas uh, was like, you know what? I, I like that. I've seen all Hazard Balthazar, but like, you know, that donkey's just going to take it. Conan ain't no donkey. He's going to kill people. And, uh, you know, because he, he knows what the audience wants to see. So is that is that the the, the theme, actual the, sequel to Al Hazard yeah. Balthazar? Is, it's, uh, it's the what if. Conan? It's what if Balthazar was a barbarian. Yeah. I think that's okay. I, I won't. Uh, you I want to pose. I don't that. think you can question it. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even gonna start to try, so uh, I, I'm okay with that. Good, good. Um, yeah. So yeah, this movie kicks off with a with like a dead little girl. Yeah. Does she? She dies. Right? Yeah, she's dead. 
it's, right. it's a little it's a little nebulous because you're like, oh, is she just like really sick and tired? <laughs> it's like, nah, that's a dead girl. And there's there's just not a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth because this is uh this is Bresson. He, Bresson. He, he he's all about dialing things down. Mm. And hands. It's all about those hands. Some some say. It's kinda like the uh you ever seen the Irishman criterion? If I've ever seen the Irishman from the Criterion collection. I have not. You ever seen the cover to that the it's got, it's got big old, physical it's copy? Got, it's got big old hands. So do you think that's a Brisson uh, yeah, send up or perhaps? Okay, okay. I, but not, but yes, but not. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we get a little snippet of like, hey, these were the good times, and then the don- the donkey changes hands, and he's he's put to donkey work, because he is there because don- animal slavery mm-hmm. is uh, alive and well. Yeah. Um, and he's not being treated very nice. He's not. He doesn't have kids frolicking and r- running their hands through his fur and being cool. It's like, no, uh, you're, <laughs> you're 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 getting you're getting put to work. You mm-hmm. poor you poor little bastard, and uh, mm-hmm. you're gonna march along and you're going to travel around this cart and you're gonna get whipped to to be moseyed on. It's uh, not a good deal. Uh, I mean, it depends, uh, in the history of deals, mm-hmm. is it one of the best deals of all time or one of the worst deals in the history of deals? Um, I don't know if there's a lot of consent going on. I don't know if Balthasar is able to consent. He just, he just is. Hmm. He puts up a bit of, I mean, there's sort of like some drama here. Uh, there's a scene where he's going down the uh, road and he's speeding up. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't think he understands. <laughs> What 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 happens if you go too fast? Um, Are you, well, and that, but if he did go too fast, he would he would own up to his mistake, right? Yeah. Well, so he goes too fast on this cart from his, with his new asshole farmer owner, and mm-hmm. the cart tips over, and this guy is pissed off. And what do stupid farmers do? They they don't blame themselves for pushing the for slowing the roll. They go say mm-hmm. that's the donkey, and some people show up with pitchforks and they're like, get him, and then the donkey runs away though. I found it strange that he had to go, uh, like, mass a mob to come after well, the donkey. I, I, yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I don't know what the plan I don't know what his plan was there. But mm-hmm. but it's cool because Belthazar slips away. And he, and he runs all the way back home to his to the, to the good place. He does. Well, he's got a good memory, Jared. He knows where things, yep. where things are right. Yeah, and there he is. And he's, he's back. Where he's supposed to be. Yeah. But the old house is a little different than it was, once was, Jared. Yeah, uh, Marie, uh, mm-hmm. one of the the young, the young uh, kids hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was like the. How does it work? Because it's like we're, the movie doesn't explain these things extremely well. You have to really pay attention mm-hmm. to like every line. It's like it doesn't matter. They're just they're just the people folk. Uh, they yep. live next door, and then because like her father was the teacher. And then there was like mm-hmm. kind of it seemed like the more well off people with the property, yeah. and then they've since like her father and her now live in the house because they left it to them mm-hmm. to basically hey mm-hmm. yeah look after the property, and that's where the legal issues come out uh, about like what's going on if someone's getting ripped off uh, the human doings. Mm. No, 
uh, what are the doings, the comings and going? Uh, like, well, he's like making, he's like he's running the farm, but is he paying his fair share? He's, or because he's allowed to keep it, but he, but now it's like I don't know if he's actually just ripping me off here. I want to audit his books, and he's like, no, not, that's that's ridiculous because the, the 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 father figure here, he is very um, prideful, and he's just like, you should just take me at my word. I would never lie, and you you have no reason to d- doubt it, but. I don't know. There's other things going on, and like the Marie has this opportunity where she's like, "Hey, you know, uh, the the son of the guy mm-hmm. who owns the land, he's a little sweet on you, and uh, <laughs> and it's like he's he's willing. To, I I could work on him, but you gotta you gotta you gotta we should get married." And she's like, "Well, I don't really, I'm not that interested." And he's like, "Whatever." And uh, now it's like, "Well, now now you got a lawsuit on your hands, pal." I mean, I hey, I, I know I know what that feels like. No. You can't just be throwing down slander like that. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing that, Jarrett. Get bent. So, Dad is people in this now. They're just sick of this donkey. This, Unfortunately, yeah. And like you think that like she's Marie and donkey are like this tight, but then all it takes mm-hmm. is uh, you know Gerard, uh, little little king shit. Shows up to like fucking beat on the donkey, and you're like, and she mm-hmm. she doesn't do anything about it. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what she could do about it. I mean, the donkey will be fine. He probably, but yeah, that's it's a it's a grim tale at times. I mean, I think she could have done something in, in a dramatic, in a more uh, ridiculous dramatic movie, sure. But realistically, I mean, not not even all all she could have, not even dramatic. She could have just popped her head out and said, hey. Quit beating up that donkey. She's a weak person. But, like, what about the guy who was there with her? She, couldn't she have went and just been like, hey, someone's beating up the donkey? What guy? Isn't that Doesn't that old guy live there, too? Uh, that older guy? Maybe she didn't want to tell her parents about it. Well, that guy that was in the cart with her? Like, that driving is, the cart? Isn't, up, like, isn't in the that, scene before? Isn't that her father? Yeah. Yeah. So she couldn't have just been like, hey, Dad, mm-hmm. someone's beating up the donkey. Well, then what's he going to do? Get, he'll get, pop get, his get, head out and he'll say, "Hey, leave that donkey alone." Or, or I don't know if he would. I mean, he might Cause, not. Because right, because then he turns around and gets rid of the donkeys, gets it off over to the local bakery, and guess what happens then? That little hmm. shit, Gerard, he gets he gets a job working at the bakery, and now him and Balthazar, regular duo, delivering bread. And what and what happens, RJ? Balthazar uh, doesn't really like this guy. And he's he's not co- he's a prick and he's not cooperating much mm-hmm. to Gerard's uh, will. And what is mm-hmm. what does old Gerard do? Uh, something not nice. Not nice. He uh, he ties a piece of paper around uh, Balthazar's tail and lights it on fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Balthazar goes stomping around, not a fan, but the uh, he acquiesces to Gerard's will. You know what Gerard's all about? Working through the no. Is uh, that what you call that? Yeah, because uh, that 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 uh, that approach to life uh, definitely defines old Gerard, especially when it comes to Marie later in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is a it's a real he's Little like bit. what's his name? He's like Bobby in Twin Peaks. He's a or a Stephen King villain. Uh yeah, he is kind of a little bit actually, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Walk. Yeah, it's a bad dude. <clears throat> yeah, he is a bad dude. Yeah. 
Because apparently he's also a little jealous of Balthazar and how much Marie seems to like him. And they're like, yeah, yeah, they're fucking. Because <laughs> that's what dumb teenagers would think. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, hey, this donkey's getting more attention than it should. I'm going to mm. be mad about it. Why does everyone like, why does everyone give a shit about this goddamn donkey? I mean, to be fair, Balthazar's a pretty cool donkey. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. this guy's just a jealous little prick, and it's like, hey, you know what I would tell him? I'd say, listen, grow up, mm-hmm. because but, this donkey's way cooler than you are. But then on the flip side, too, it's because it's just like life. Fucking people all are into this Gerard, despite him being a piece of crap. Yeah, and the, people the, the, do the, like... The, the, old, the old lady at the bakery, she'd like do anything for him. Marie, yeah. uh, even though she as uh, what's the description here? Gerard forces her to have sex with him. That's definitely a way to put that. That's coerces. That's one way. Well, I mean, that's how you work through the no Jared semantics. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he reminds me of another guy I know. <laughs> A bad person? Uh, uh, some a, people a, a would dude, call him bad. A bad dude? Potentially. Okay. Potentially. I, I don't want to... I won't say anything in particular, but, you know, could be a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Could be. Well, soon enough, after even this coerced sex uh, where he mm-hmm. won't leave the car, um, Marie's kind of like, yeah... I like this. I like I like this guy. I like this drawer. He's a bad boy. That's uh two criterions in a row that are promoting um when they say no, make them say yes. Yeah. Two or no wait, not two weeks. That was that was two weeks ago. Crazy right. fruit. Yeah. So almost two weeks in a row. Yep. Criterion. <laughs> Criterion, but but last week was also in the the uh, note to Bianchi. That was also about like kind of like jerk off guys that ladies are like can't mm-hmm. give up. It's like so do you th- it's like these these it's like these men who make these movies have a, a chip on their shoulder about this topic. Who do you think uh, the uh, the real neckbeard incel was? Was it John Criterion or was it Gary Collection? Well, it's, it's always John Criterion. I know. I mean, I know he's the one like really in charge, but like. I feel like Gary Collection has more pull than we think. Even though he's not involved, I think he still he did something. You know what I mean? He's an unquestioning consumer, though. He'll take whatever he gets. He doesn't even know. Mm. He doesn't even know what it is. I mean, I guess. So what? What happened to John Criterion? Why? Why does he? Why is he so sad? He's he's angry. But why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so anyway. Balthazar. Balthazar, mm-hmm. um, what are we? What else do we have happening with this this donkey? This great donkey. Um, Gerard's um, he's being a dink, and mm-hmm. oh, not because you know what happens when you're a dink. You get you get uh, questioned by the police about a murder. There's, Just one though. There's a murder, um, mm-hmm. and then there's this like alcoholic guy who named Arnold. Uh yeah he's like the he's like the town drunk yeah he looks Kinda. he's living the gimmick he's got like the trench coat with no shirt underneath look yeah bare feet look mm-hmm. um that's that's accurate uh but he's got kind of like a what's his deal 
What is What's he, his deal? Yeah, what, what does he do for a living? For, to, I, I think he just gets drunk. Well, he has like sort of like a, a hustle because he requires multiple mules. I don't think it's just to haul his uh, booze around. But he's got oh, kind of a job. Yeah. So he he soon winds up with um, the the donkey, too. <laughs> he gets him for a brief period. Yeah. And uh, he, what is it? He's he's either celebrating something or not, and he breaks. He, yeah, he well he yeah. breaks. He and he he likes to break chairs over donkeys. He does. Yep. And he was at a. Is he also the guy who goes to the bar and just starts knocking everything off of the all over the place for no reason? Uh, that is Gerard. The, uh, that's the kid. And that's when he starts freaking out because because. Yeah. Because Arnold becomes a millionaire, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he, he all, all the drinks are on him, and Gerard's pissed because Marie doesn't want anything more to do with him, and he starts destroying this bar, and everyone just keeps dancing. Yep. Yeah, yeah he's he's pissed off. He's, I thought the older drunk guy was there, too, for no, some reason. But he, he gets super soused, and then he gets put on the donkey and sent mm-hmm. on his way, and then he just falls off and like cracks his head open and dies. It's pretty. Yep. It's pretty good. Um, Story as old as time, man. Yeah, he he got everything he wanted. He got, he got a little. He does he have respected people? I don't know. He's still a drunk, and then uh, I guess he he died by falling off that donkey. I uh, I kind of think that should. I'd like to go that way too. Yeah, but a donkey that I loved and cared for, but then also fell off and cry, and died. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's also um, Balthazar gets quite sick. Because they leave him in the rain. Uh, yeah. Well, you can't leave him. It's like in Flowers of St. Francis when they push the donkey out of the thing, and the guy's like, "Hey, that donkey needs to be in here. He can't be out in the rain." Mm-hmm. And, he, and, he, and he gets all wet, and uh, he's, I think there's like, yeah, I think it's like maybe it's like Marie, Marie and Arnold, or no, Marie. Yeah, sorry, Marie and Gerard, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, he's shivering." From our makeout <laughs> sesh, and then he's like really sick, and they're like, "Well, I think he's almost dead." And uh, the, I think Arnold takes him. That's what happens. Arnold takes him off his hands, and then there's even more shittiness because he takes Arnold. Oh yeah, Balthazar. He gets becomes a tour donkey. He does. He goes with the, uh, that's the circus what, for that's, a while. Yeah, that's what Arnold's doing. He, he's he's running a tour guide service, um, and then Balthazar escapes and joins the circus. That's and that, you're like, oh man, is this gonna be a circus movie now? No, for like a minute. Everyone seems pretty cool there, but there's also like a real sadness, like that. Of course, like permeates this entire movie. Um, mm-hmm. But like in the because you see this like tiger in the cage and animals in cages and Balthazar is just like, oh. <laughs> um, but everyone's like, everyone in the circus seems pretty cool. They all seem like they're like they're like very nice to the animal uh, for to uh, Balthazar, nicer than they, everyone else has yeah. been. They get him to do some math tricks. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty low key. I'm they recognize sure. his intelligence. Yes, they make him. Yeah, they do some math. Some mathing. Hmm. Hmm. They do a little math. Yeah. A little math. And then of course, but... then uh, Balthazar sees Arnold, who shows up soused and freaks out, and then the mm-hmm. circus fires him, and he and he has to, and he goes back with Arnold. And yeah. that's that's when he went, that's when he like goes back home, and uh, the, I think the the bo- Gerard and the boys they show up. They're always looking through windows. Those boys, 
they're like trying to say, hey, the cops are here to bust you. Here's a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the then what happens? The gun, well, he, he pulls the trigger on the cop, but it's empty. And then he, mm-hmm. so but nothing happens from that other than, oh, hey, we're just to tell, here to tell you that your uncle died and you inherited a fortune. And <laughs> then he's dead. Well, hey, that's just the way it goes sometimes. A lot and, of people die. And then uh, Balthazar is seized and put into police custody for a little bit. Oh, a little he bit. Get, he gets some hay. He, you know, he's being treated all right. Um, mm-hmm. And then a, a miller buys him and is also shitty to him, using him to pump water and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then it turns out that Marie is like, also like hanging out at this place and banging this guy <laughs> just a little bit a, l- a little bit yeah um that's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean what else are you gonna do jared yeah and then you get like the fill-in stuff with like whatever with her father and like the the, the boy from earlier uh jacques that that's neither here nor there though uh I mean, and it goes by pretty fast. Yeah. Some of, some of those side things, I didn't even register very much because it was like, it's going to pass in a minute. Yeah. But, that, but it sounds like she's like, man, you know, Jacques, you're a way cooler dude than that Gerard guy. As she, as she looks at the camera, at the director. And then goes, and there's, a, and there's a gross story about that. I'll tell you. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. Oh, di- oh directors. Yeah, oh. it's almost like people making movies and people liking movies are all are all all in a certain kind of camp. It takes a certain kind. It takes a certain. That's kind. why I've long held. I don't like any movies, and and, and then you don't want to be a creative person who makes these things. But that's maybe why you don't you don't have that that killer's edge. Uh yeah. I mean that's what it is. Yeah. And the YouTube commenters will uh will just will say that as well. Yeah. Just, you know, I got to stick to the Back to the Futures. It's the only thing that works. So, yeah, so she she goes to the barn to go meet Gerard and uh, him and mm-hmm. the gang. They, they pay her a visit. They strip her, beat her, and shove her in a room. And that's mm-hmm. the cover of the poster, I think, for the, the French poster of a woman cowering in the corner naked. Which I find strange because it's like, why isn't Balthasar on the poster? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the oh, star of this movie. Well, what I wanted was, where's Balthazar? Yeah. Where's the donkey? Yeah. Uh, so they yeah. take, but so anyway, her father and Jacques find find her. They get her, and uh, they move on. They move on. Move um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacques goes to see if, to visit her to visit Marie. Uh, He's told she's gone and will never come back. <laughs> um, and then uh, Marie's father dies, and mm-hmm. then the gang shows up. Du Bois, they they want to borrow Balthazar, just for a second, just for some kind of eulogy or something yeah, like they, that. Yeah, well, yeah, because at this point it's also he's a, he's a saint. He's Saint Balthazar, and he's got mm-hmm. a little, he's got the little church thingy-majig for the funeral. That's cool. Yep. That's good work if you can get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to get that right now. But from being saint to being uh, a, a, a mule, a drug mule, but for like, I, for contraband. 
I mean, it's like it's like from being a podcaster to being a person, or being a person to being a podcaster. Yeah. Well, is no. there a difference, Jerry? These, so these fucks, they're like shoving that that goddamn Balthazar up the hill, who just he he don't got it in him no more. He's had a hard go. Yeah, he's an old guy. He's been worked hard. Worked hard, getting pushed up the top of this hill. Uh, gunshots start ringing out across this like mountainous countryside. And these the little shits abandon Balthazar, who just is like, oh, I'm just hanging out here. And then uh, then suddenly he's startled by a, the loudness of a sound, and he keeps on moving along. And then we find out he's been shot. He's been hit by a bullet. And he, and he finds a nice little, uh, a nice little uh, opening, a nice little meadow where a, a sheep herder comes by with a bunch of uh, sheep. <laughs> and uh, Balthazar lays down and finally rests RJ. My question for you, Jared, is when do you and me get to lie down and rest? <laughs> uh, whatever. I guess, uh, unlike Balthazar, we get to call our own shot. We, we can, I don't know that we do. We, we can end it any time we want on our own there, terms. There's a lot of commenters that would uh, suggest different here. Yeah, they're gonna send people. They're gonna send the goons. Yeah. Goons, hired goons. I didn't order any hired goons. <laughs> Those types. Those types. Okay, I'm just curious. Just curious. So yeah, he he dies. He dies peacefully, mm-hmm. gu- gunshot, but kind of on his own in nature. It's a, you know, better than uh, what the Miller says. Like, I'm gonna, I'll take care of him after the when the rains come. And you're like, oh, <laughs> like, what is? Well, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So, Very so what would, would you consider this like this type of movie like a an emotional experience or an intellectual one somewhere in between? How how did this movie uh, react for you? Because I, I I I I like this movie a great deal. I I really yeah. uh, upon rewatching it, even I was just like, man, it's so well made. Um, mm-hmm. And there, this movie on paper, story wise, should not work for me in a lot of ways because of these metaphorical and uh, like mm-hmm. I don't know, things like these considerations that people talk about. Uh, like, and I'm like, I don't think those, you can watch this without it. Ma- those things mattering. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like Rob Brisson's on Balthazar's side. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that, which yeah. I think for 1966 is like a uh, pretty progressive position to be in because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like this movie is far more like in, tr- uh, in place with like people's values when it comes to livestock sure. and like the treatment of animals and like considering them um, as beings mm-hmm. um, than his contemporaries, I suppose. Uh, do you want to hear what Igmar Bergman had to say about this movie? Who, Berg? The yeah, Ber- uh, Bergman. Yeah, well, I'll hear what Berg has to say. All right, let's see here. I got I to gotta find it here. Reception. Ingmar Bergman said of the movie, quote, This Balthazar, I didn't understand a word of it. It was so completely boring. A donkey, to me, is completely uninteresting, but a human being is always interesting. Mm. You know, you had me for a second there, Berg, but... Uh... No, I, I disagree completely. I think donkeys are a lot more interesting than people are. So I think I think I think old Ingmar Pervman is uh, wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, 
He is into humans. Humans. Yeah, I think he's a little off on that one. Mm-hmm. No good. No good. No good. Yeah. Um, while, on the other hand, Jean-Luc Godard said, quote, Everyone who sees this film will be absolutely astonished because this film is really the world in an hour and a half. Which uh, world? The The world. Godard oh. married Anna uh, Wyzemski, who played Marie in the film in 1967. Godard did? Yep. <laughs> what about Brisson? Uh, well, Brisson, he made his moves on her uh, when the film was being made. And how did that go? Um, did well, it on, on location, they stayed in adjoining rooms, and uh, Wyzemski said that at first he would content himself by holding my arm or stroking my cheek. But then came the disagreeable moment when he would try to kiss me. I would push him away, and he wouldn't insist, but he looked so unhappy that I always felt guilty. Uh, Later, Wyazensky lost her virginity to a member of the film's crew, which she says gave her the courage to reject Brisson as a lover. Why was that documented? This was from her novel, or she wrote a novel uh, called Jeune Fille, and she... Oh, I thought... I thought that was part of the essay for Criterion. I was going to say, why is this documented? Why are people talking about this? I'm very confused, Jared. Very confused. Very confused. Okay, so Brisson tried. He made he made his play. Um, so, what? Okay, so there's people who say, why is he trying to make out with the 14 year old? It's like, well, she. I mean, the movie came out in '66, so she was 20, 19, 20. Okay. What? And how old was he at the time? Oh, I mean, he was probably 60 or something like that. I mean, he was an old man. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, fuck. He's, he was 65. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's a and, bit and, and that's like that's like born in 1901, 65 years old. He lived to goddamn 99 or 98 years of age. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. No. Well, I mean, it's good that he was alive, but... Uh... <laughs> That's a that's a bit of an age gap there. Yeah. You know. It's a bit. Uh, life's life, you know. Life's life. Uh, and he and he looks sad. Are you going it's a living. It's a living. Anyway, uh, I I thought I should uh throw that one out there. I saw some letterbox comment like talking about how she was 14 years old. Mm. And uh unless something weird with the production made it so that she was like it was like from three years earlier, but I'm not seeing it. So I mean so that's uh interneting. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this movie kind of hits this sweet spot of the type of movie that simply doesn't get made uh that frequently and I think I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that is kind of like this now, like Bellatar type of movies, um, slow cinema, even though this is only like 90 minutes long, but it's like this very honed in on a topic that I could only kind of group a movie like Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, about a character mm. who's like, you have a protagonist that's just like a good person or a good thing creature or good like it's just like good a good thing a good thing and just dealing with like a shitty world around it and just living Mm -hmm. on those terms and bad things happen and um everything's sort of incidental and everything's complicated everyone's flawed but then you have one kind of representation of like 
of a good thing in that. And I think it's mm-hmm. a very powerful thing. And it's like kind of, uh, I think that's why something like Paddington is was mm-hmm. it was very successful. That movie's very like checks a lot of boxes in terms of like mainstream success. In terms mm-hmm. of like it's still it's still like a totally like Hollywoodish kind of movie, even though it's English, I guess. But it's got Nicole Kidman yeah. in it, so it's not like some little indie not movie. Too and, it's, and it's got a CGI bear. Yes, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not it's not too English. It's plenty mm-hmm. erotic. <laughs> Uh, Marmo made's pretty. It's an aphrodisiac, I yeah. believe. Yeah, it's sticky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like so. These types of movies, like a babe, uh, with, look animals. It's all animals. Mm-hmm. They're, they're better than peeps. They sure are. But you they can. Sure. But you can also have like really great characters as people. But maybe for some, that's more. It's unrealistic. And depending on your view, mm-hmm. perhaps of animals, uh, you may or not may or may not get a lot out of this, or it might be too much, mm-hmm. or it makes you make you ask some questions or whatever. But I don't know. I could talk about this movie a lot more, uh, but I'm sure. curious what you think about the movie uh, because, yeah, I'm I am I am genuinely curious what your reaction to this movie was. Mm-hmm. Genuine, genuinely. Uh- Often I ask, "Hey, RJ, what do you think of this movie?" I'm like, ah, I don't. I already know the answer. Or I, don't, yeah. I, or I don't know the answer. Or I already know the answer, but I'm, I am curious yeah. what you think of this. Yeah. Uh, before I even start, when you were talking about these movies that don't get made, uh, you should have watched uh, that A24 flick, First Cow, this week. I haven't seen that, Ooh, but uh, I feel like good, that, that's a good call because I um, feel like that should have been watched this week. We both my, could have watched it. Yeah, that would have been pretty good timing. But I mean, I can watch First Cow anytime, and yeah, uh, yeah I I, I, I feel like there would be some crossover, and I think First Cow is just going to probably like be a lot of uh, an easier watch now because it's like so yeah. con- it's so contemporary. It'll feel like oh, a movie of our times rather than sometimes when you go back and watch a movie from 1966, it feels um, dated. I think yeah. from that. So I think some, maybe first cow, maybe, and this is a movie I've never seen. Uh, maybe yeah. it would slot in, but I, th- I think these are very different movies though, too. Probably. I just, uh, thinking <laughs> I when hearing you talk about movies in the similar vein, uh, I didn't even think of first cow until you, until I heard you talk describing two minutes this. Ago, and I was just like, Oh, we should have watched first cow this week. Yeah. No, uh, For better or worse. Uh, a friend of mine who, uh, is also a uh, team Balthazar. I think, I think, mm-hmm. I think the, they like Balth- uh, they like Mouchette more. I think, but yeah, uh, they loved First Cow a great okay. deal, and really also love Balthazar. Um, they kind of do their own work, very similar mm-hmm. to this type of like minimal, like almost non storytelling, where it's yeah. just like kind of incidental plot, and it's just kind of more about the feeling of it. And I think that's a really hard thing to pull off uh, in a movie. Potentially, and you're going to alienate a whole bunch of people who just hate that type of thing, and they don't want it, and so it's just going to turn them off flat. But yeah. I don't know. This is the type of movie that, like, yeah, people might think that I would not be a fan of this at all. But on the, mm-hmm. on the flip side, I think this really is like one of those like great pieces of cinema, um, even though it's like difficult to talk about because there's no like, oh man, and that one scene, and, like, mm-hmm. there's no like scene in this movie where like, oh, it really drives this home it's all just like every time like when i see balthazar like hiding in the woods in like mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so good i i don't know i i'm like oh where, where's balthazar what's balthazar doing <laughs> you care about him yeah and the scenes he's not in you go hey, as a kid i uh i was a big fan of the bear the bear yeah have you ever seen the bear 
Like uh, the animated one? The no, bear? live action. The bear? Uh, the bear. I feel like it sounds familiar. So if I saw a little bit of it, maybe I would remember it, but not offhand. Okay. Not like I, I, I've been wanting to watch that movie again for a really long time because like I remember like being like because it's uh, what's his name uh, Jean Jacques Anand uh, directed uh, it. I see. And it's, uh, I have not seen this, but it's um yeah he did he did a Quest for Fire the the mm-hmm. the, the caveman movie, uh the name oh, of yeah. the name of the Rose uh, film adaptation, um and then he made that like, yeah Two Brothers which is about lion cubs so it's like the bear two point uh. A movie called Wolf Totem. That's got a big old wolf. But yeah, the bear. Uh, mm-hmm. He's an orphan at the start of a journey, a journey to survive. An orphan bear cub hooks up with an adult male as they try to dodge human hunters. And it's like, and it's like mostly silent. Mm-hmm. Like it's just animals just doing stuff. And then there's, and then humans kind of show up every once in a while. That's with Bart the bear. Yeah, he's got his own letterbox page. He's he got seventeen uh, films. I've seen six of them. Mm-hmm. He's a he's got a similar birthday to mine. He's just a couple days off from me. Wow, animal lover. Me and Bart the bear. Uh, no, I haven't seen the bear, but I do have it in my watch list. Although real live action animal movies make me a little bit uh, uneasy sometimes. So that's like the homeward bound bound thing. I remember liking that movie as a kid, but I think that would give me absolute fucking anxiety and nightmares <laughs> to watch that now and just just not a good thing. But that mm-hmm. that's a whole different kettle of fish. Mm-hmm whole different kettle of fish so ah ah hazard baltazar this is this film that we watched this week jared yep so i was watching this which and, t- uh, which title translates to balthazar at random which yes uh so i didn't um i didn't actually know anything about this until last week when you hit me with oh we're watching a movie about a donkey and then i went oh <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> so I actually didn't know anything about this. And uh, I was watching oh. opinions. What was that? Was Say that again. Oh, I said, uh, so that was all I knew about it. And then I threw this on and I was watching it. And uh, as I was watching, I had some opinions and some ideas as things were going on. And then I had some thoughts and maybe some uh, some other word to describe thinking um and then uh listening to you describe it uh i do think was also gave me a few things to think about so i i like that you lead sometimes because it can um uh not that i would ever compliment you but sometimes your perspective on things is different from mine and uh it's the best way to learn about something jared is to consider alternative perspectives uh so when you were talking about um this film being like Balthazar, this uh, this pillar of just like good, mm-hmm. and not even like outward good or like optimism or anything like that, but just like he's a good man, and I'll, I'll say that about Balthazar, he is a good man as a donkey. Um, he's trying his best in this hard world, and uh, the world is hard. And I think that this film, like what you were saying too what they're trying to do with it is a unique thing. And I think it is like, uh, what, um, Godard said, and he's like, this is the world. It is, this is how people treat each other. Yep. This is how people treat animals. This is how people treat everyone basically, or not everyone, but this is how a lot of people in the world operate with animals, other people, just things in general. This movie is very non online. 
because it doesn't depict yeah. people in the way that people think that people will act. It's like, no, this is like observed reality where like, yeah, people make bad decisions constantly. Uh, and like they're, yeah. they're, they're not going to invest in like, it's not, it doesn't feel like when he talks about the title being like at random, it's about like, I don't know, you're getting these snippets of people unobserved, even though it is a film. And it's constructed, but it feels like, yeah, these guys don't care if like their pride does it. There's no payoff to it. It's just like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, then that guy's dead and like poor for it. And then there's like reconciliations like years later. Um, and at the same time, you have this like through a line of like Balthazar's like, that's that donkey's going to donkey and things. There's ups and downs. And mm -hmm. it's just, uh, he, that Balthazar goes comes into the game. Like literally, you know, being up. I don't think you actually see him born, but he's he's already a little fluffy little guy at the beginning, and he mm -hmm. comes out, and that's it. And uh, zero sum game didn't make the world worse, didn't make it better, just was. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And what you're saying is sometimes that's the best you can hope for. That's that's kind of the baseline, I guess. Yeah. For for most of us, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. the vast majority of us, that's pretty well it. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Be be like Balthazar. I I, I agree. And with and, that. and you can be, maybe even do a little bit better because you're not just a donkey. Yeah, I I do agree with that. I think you should be like Balthazar and be better. Um, but no, yeah, I I do know what you mean. Uh, it does it does appeal to that, and I do think it is realistic in the sense, or it's not not even realistic. It's real that. It's like this is how people just kind of operate, and this is what a lot of interaction is with people. And even just the like the the shitty dude, there are dudes that are just just shitty. They just suck, and you're like, yeah, that's a bad guy, mm -hmm. and there's no saving that person. Um, so I I uh, I get all that stuff, and I like that's it's very similar to what uh, my worldview of people is, anyways, because I, I I generally think that the world is pretty bad. And people are pretty bad. Just look at how they treat each other and animals. So I do I do like that this movie is trying to I do think it's trying to say something in that right where it's just like it's like this is what we are like. And it's like this is a it's like take a look at yourself because it's like are if you I think the one issue, though, is like the people who are aware of that and can identify that they're not the ones that are like that anyways. And then the people who are like that, they're going to watch this and go, oh, this is a boring movie. It's about a donkey like Ingmar Pervman. Apparently, I'm not saying that he was a bad dude, but, you know, <laughs> you know, if that's all you take from it, you're so, just like, OK, <laughs> that's a yeah, I think uh, that's some real smooth brain action from uh, well, old Bergman right old there. Bergman. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. That's a little bit superficial, um, but uh, I think um, with that, like I, I, I get all that stuff. I like that. But for me, one of the biggest things is I, I fundamentally don't or disagree with showcasing animal like violent stuff as a point to like talk like to say that it's bad kind of. And I know that that's kind of weird where it's like. It's a weird kind of catch 22, right? Like they're showing that like people beating him up and it's just like, that's not good. And then like, it'll make you feel bad. But it's kind of like what I was saying. It's like, if you're one of those people who doesn't like that, you're already not going to like that. Whereas if you're a person who's like, I don't care, I'm going to beat the fuck out of a donkey. You're probably not watching this movie. Number one to begin with. 
but number two, it's like, you might not feel bad about that. So all those scenes. And it's like, I, I do realize too, like, I, I don't think that these guys actually beat the fuck no. out of this donkey. No, the like when, when I like, said like I, buddy, I, I, when, I he, when buddy that. likes to break chairs over the donkey, it happens off camera and you hear yeah. sounds of it. And then yeah. the donkeys come running out of the room after. Yeah. You don't see that. Um, and I think like other than like probably like what would happen with like the animals, which is like, you know, smacking them on the rear end yeah. to like get them to move. That's like kind of like, you know, it's standard it's, fare. It's that standard fare. It's like kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what happens in like yeah. when you're like animal and human, uh, react, you know, experiences. Like, yeah, they're large animals. And it's like, they don't, they, I don't think they feel it quite like the way you think. Like, oh my God, you're hitting it across the, the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of well, like, and, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an animal. I, I can't ask, but yeah. it seems well, like. Well, and that, like, yeah. see like that too. I, I, I know that because being from farm background, it's like, I, I know about like, there, there's a little bit more give and take in that kind of sense. But uh, I, I'm more talking about like there's that one scene where they're like kicking and punching them. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't think they were full on punching this donkey. No, but it's like that. But still, I, I, I don't like seeing shit like that either because it's like it's like I feel bad for the donkey. Like even mm-hmm. if he's not getting kicked, he's like, I bet he was probably fucking scared. But then the one scene, too, where lighting the tail on fire, it's like that one's pretty bad and it's like i think they just put like a smoke yeah. thing on there and it like it wasn't actually on fire but even so like um my point i guess was uh i find it i find it really difficult to um to navigate and to like try to mediate this little thing in here where it's like if you're you're against this kind of treatment of animals so you show it to show that it's bad but then but then it's like but you're replicating it and that's like also not good. And I don't have an answer to this kind of stuff. I'm just saying it's like those are the things that I think about. It's like I don't know what I don't know the right way to do this, how how to best kind of how to best show this and get your message across. So I don't, I don't know what's right or wrong, but uh, I, I do know that um, watching this movie made me very uncomfortable. them actually hurting this donkey because like a lot of criterion movies they they are actually like just fucking hurting those killing those chopping up chopping chopping those snakes up chopping snakes up or andre rublev pushing a horse down some stairs or something and it's just like it's like well that's really happening so um i i get i get high anxiety now and i always have but like especially the more older I get, the more, I, the worse anxiety I get about these things. Just watching it is like, I don't, it, it makes for a bad viewing experience for me. Cause it's all I think about. It's like, I just don't want anything to happen to this donkey. And it distracts me the whole time. And I know that's my own personal kind of gripe or not even gripe, but that's my own personal hang up with this stuff and whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm very conflicted in that sense. Um, so, like, for this movie, like, the way you were describing it and stuff, it's like, yeah, that that totally makes sense for, like, how you're describing it makes total sense to me. And I, I do think that, that uh, it's very similar to my kind of opinions on things as well. But, like yeah. I said, I, I get I get, a, I get hung up on that stuff. And, like, I, I, like I, I know that. I'm aware of that. But uh, it's hard for me to kind of separate the the two things so i when i when i when i finished this i was like i don't really know i was like i I know what they were trying to do and i like that but then i also i also don't like it because i just don't like those things 
that they're also doing and the things that they're trying to represent and even talk against. It's like, I also don't, it's, it's what I mean. I, I don't know where the middle ground is on this. So I'm, I'm a little bit conflicted on that end, but, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an interesting movie. It definitely makes you think about stuff. I'm glad you really liked it. I don't like, uh, I don't, I don't know where I fall on this one. I'm somewhere in this weird middle gray area between like liking the message it has, but then also not liking how, not even how it's presented, but just like the nature of these things in general, I guess. And in terms of like the Catholic imagery or like not even Catholic, but the religious imagery, I didn't even like that didn't even register with me that much where I was like, I get what I get where you could make that, um, that cl- or that poll for those kinds of things but I, I didn't even really think about that too much so I'm sure there's something there I'm sure a lot, a lot of people have written essays about this shit but <laughs> I don't know so anyways that's that's my weird ambiguous answer where it's like I don't know where I I don't know where I land with this one you know well maybe like in a review of walkabout people will comment for years and years about <laughs> about it <laughs> Well, and the walkabout ones is so stupid, too. It's like, you know, they really ate the animals. And it's like, yeah, but they wouldn't have been doing that if it wasn't for a movie. It's just it's it's this weird thing where, yeah, I, I don't understand people like I, I really don't. Sure. Stupid walkabout. Fuck that movie. Uh, c- comics writer Joshua Dysart. He his five. He five starred this on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his review, though. I've seen this film five times. Each time I weep like a child at the end. Each time. No exaggeration. Never date anyone who does not weep at the end of this film. They possess no spirit and they will never get into heaven. Signed, an atheist. Uh, is that good? Or is that bad? Uh, they liked it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's the, and, and, and well, I mean the atheism or religious thing either way it's like i said like i i didn't actually i i didn't actually register that much of it so i don't know i i don't have an opinion on it at all (laughs) other than i did like uh i did like how angelic he was when he had his crown of flowers Mm -hmm. about i was like yeah that's very saintly and i like this i like it a lot yeah. So you're saying this movie should have a, a trigger warning on it, RJ? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I I I don't know. I mean, I guess going into it, I think you should know. But I think within the first ten minutes, you'll figure it out, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Usually, it's like, hey, everything's going great. You're like, oh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's see uh, what people who hate this movie have to say. Because there's a lot of half stars on this movie. Way more. Way (laughs) more than any movie we've watched in a very long time. People have very strong reactions to this. And not for, like, even anything you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a... uh, Let's see here. I pulled up a few different ones. Oh, reviews. Uh, I think one of the some of these one i one made me laugh out loud but uh <laughs> but uh, i think the first one here's half a star from soviet fangirl okay i would rate this lower if i could 
this hashtag artsy vapid nonsense would only be dignified if suffused on another mistreated donkey's excrement. I hate you guys so much for calling this flick that should be used in a MK Ultra echo torture chamber for the developmentally delayed rev- hashtag revered cinema. Soviet fangirl five star fight club. There you go. And not much else. Oh, yeah. Not much else. But they have starred Annie Hall in Manhattan. Yeah, so Of course. Of course they did. And almost all of what here. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got some comments here. There's like the donkey was the best actor in the movie. Fucking tasteless. Um, what a terrible movie. Please, God, hear my prayers. Prayer. Eh. I sure hope that they didn't actually kill that poor animal for this film. It's not worth it. It's like, no, they didn't. It was clearly breathing. Yeah. I could see it just sleeping. I mean, I agree with the sentiment, but yeah, like even I didn't think that they did. They did. Um, I, think, I was like, I think he just lied down. Someone please explain to me why a man in his 60s decided to go after a teenager. It won't be the first time, guy. I mean, no, that happens quite a bit. It happens. I don't know if saying what, it's good or bad. But. Let's see what, see what Gabriella is into. Life is like foam, so give yourself away like the sea. Okay. Uh, favorite films include Heat, Happy Together, uh, Perfect Blue, and Lahine, a future creep. Um, the one that made me laugh, though, RJ, I think it's second from the bottom, okay. Madka Townhouse. Ah, how half a Balfa star. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I, I disagree strongly, but uh, it's pretty good. I I also like in their their little description here, it says, you don't need that spine. It holds your back. Is that, I don't Uh, know what that means, but. On the next page, we got Momster, nothing like a piece of shit made by pieces of shit. Animal torture, women getting abused in all manner of ways, nonsensical characters and character actions all wrapped up in a miserable, horrible, quote, 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 story. I absolutely hated this movie. This came to my viewing list because Roger Ebert called it one of the great movies. I've since learned that there are many film critics who stand with him. Yes, it is creatively done. (laughs) Yes, the cinematography pulls me into the story. Yes, I believed the performances Yes, I understand the symbolism. I, I love when people describe things describe things as creative. I creative. That's uh, nothing makes you sound more like a a parent. Is this still Momster? This is Jim Dooley. Oh, Jim, I was on Momster's page. Uh, the fact remains that I cannot think of a movie that has depressed me more. It is relentless in its cruelty. Yes, I understand that is the point. And with the exception of Marie's mother and the return boyfriend, I detested every human character I encountered. Because it is considered by so many to be a cinematic masterwork, I stayed with it, hoping to discover even a brief moment of redemption. It wasn't there for me. Societal violence and animal cruelty in abundance are all that I took away from this movie. The story was horrible. Yes, it fully engaged me, and I wish to heaven that I'd never seen it. It was an assault on my emotions. Good Lord, I pray that I don't dream about it tonight. <laughs> Jesus! 
Good stuff. Good That's... lord, I pray that I don't dream about it tonight. I need to put that in like every one of these fucking <laughs> shitty movies that we have to watch. I I I dream I don't. I, hope I, I, don't. I pray that I don't dream about it tonight. That's a that's a lot from someone who's one of their favorite movies is Showa. <laughs> Jesus, wow! There you go. I guess that one's like, uh, well, we won at the war. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is uh, yeah, a there's, bre- there's bread there's and people, butter stuff. There's some here. people that like real. I mean, so you know who loves this movie? Michael Haneke, and of course, uh, of course yeah, of course he does. This is yeah. this is totally his uh, his wheelhouse. Um, yeah. And yeah, like extreme uh, positions uh, on this. I mean, I think overall it's like it's not even that uh, divisive. Like it's still what are we at here? Like a, a four with like t- like majority is five stars or four stars, and then like very few half. But like it's compared to like every movie that we've watched in the last I don't know six months. I think this has got the the most number of half stars I've seen of a movie that is mm-hmm. like pretty well regarded. But man, people when they don't like it, they fucking hate it. But it's almost like they hate it because it worked, and they don't like that. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I see what you mean. Because I even like, yeah, like there's just or there's something that just like they cannot like for you. It sounds like there's just like an a, a fundamental core element of the film that you can't get beyond. For me, and yes. that's just and that's just what it is. And you're just like, yeah, so it it is what it is. For for me, yes, but I'm also not like. Um... I'm not taking it to the extreme that these people are like, I don't think it's a half star film by any right. So I, I just, I had, it's like I said, I have my own personal issues with that, but that's just me, man. Mm-hmm. That's just like my opinion, man. Well, uh, do you pray you don't dream of it tonight? Um, no, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to think about it at all. Yeah, and good. I'm fine with that. Yeah, then you'll then it'll be another movie you'll watch, and then you won't dream about that one either. Nope. Like any, I don't think like, like any movie. <laughs> I don't even know what we watched last week or the week before. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> it's in in one day and out the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't wait for next week. Yep, and see next week I won't even remember what we did this week. What just we, go, it's just that easy. What are we doing? What is this? What's this all about? What's this microphone? Am I even awake right now? <laughs> Am I doing something? What is this? After the break, smuggling didn't work out. Neither did podcasting. And now mm. we're and now we're shot. And we're gonna go find a nice little meadow and die. Maybe some nice younger enthusiastic podcasters will come and soothe us as we die as they talk about true crime. And, oh and I don't know. C-E-D-H Is this a true crime podcast? Not yet I was walking down the road And I saw a donkey How he only had three legs He was a wonky donkey Wonky donkey Wonky donkey, yeah I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey how he only had three legs and one eye he was a winky wonky donkey winky wonky donkey winky wonky donkey 
I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey. How he only had three legs and one eye. He liked to listen to country music. Yeah. So, Archie, what's the best donkey movie? Donkey, donkey, winky, wonky, donkey, donkey, movies. Shrek is up here a lot. Clerks too. I find that a little bit questionable. Well, uh, based on Google, the only movies that have donkeys in them are Shrek. And so all, I all, guess all Hazard Balthazar isn't even in this list. It's all. It's uh, all Shrek. Well, well, and so then did, Clerks did, you know, did you type in donkey movies? What yes. if I type in donkey films? What if I type in donkey show? The best donkey oh, is Oh no, RJ. Oh no. Don't do donkey show. No. What, my answer is Eeyore. Eeyore. You know Eeyore? Do you remember him? Oh dear. Are you looking up donkey shows? That's what happens in Clerks 2. Or is alluded to. Oh, you're better than that. The, 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 the donkey show has been portrayed or alluded to in several American films, including Losing It, Bachelor Party, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Clerks 2, The Heartbreak Kid, and Cake. It also gives its name and theme to The Donkey Show, a musical version of a Midnight summer's, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream that climaxes with Bottom, two women in a donkey suit, lower the crotch area onto the pelvis area of Titania, who wears only boots, a thong, and butterfly pasties. A Donkey hmm. Show is also a minor plot element in House, Season 4, Episode 10, in which House diagnoses a prostitute as part of his clinic duties. What does that have to do with a donkey? In 2005, the term is claimed to be used to describe a situation that has become a, quote, complete mess. Um, wait. Why would... What? Who? So it's a real donkey show. You know? A what? It's what? It's a donkey show. I remember the one in a, um... Uh, Col- bachelor party back in Colorado. No, no, <laughs> no. Bachelor party with Tom Hanks, oh. America's sweetheart. Remember him? I do, but I also remember America's other sweetheart, Chet. Chet Hanks. Yeah. Well, white boy, white boy summer is going strong. Are you? Are you allegedly white boy summer right now? No. Hey, we got a, we got a Facebook page, people. Oh, yeah, uh, you can email us about donkey shows at gmail.com or Cri- criterion at gmail.com, and maybe sure. at Chet Hanks. Let him know. Uh, we're on Instagram. <laughs> we're on Letterbox. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barn Loaf. We're on sure. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We have a YouTube channel. We've mm-hmm. got a Patreon. But next uh, week, yeah. RJ Spines. 298 and 299, the return of Saijin Suzuki and the return of the double header. And that's the, gonna be the second, no. the second double header with for old, old Suzuki, right? Or actually, is this like three? This will be three Suzuki double headers. Stop. Oh, Why did you do I th- this? I John? think it is three. Oh my god. Because did he track fighting Elegy? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's three. It's three double headers. Oh God, the, 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 oh, I'm so ready to throw out those three stars. Just 
out, out into this into the sky into the star out into the space i just i just don't know why they do this why do you do this criterion why do you do this? Uh, Gate of Flesh from 1964 and uh, Story of a Prostitute from 1965, buddy. The Jared Duncan story. Oh, boy. The things we do, RJ. The things we do is for a, to make a living, you know? What living? Are you getting paid for this? I'm well, not getting well, not paid for, for this. Not for this, but oh. the my other line of work subsidizes my lifestyle. Of, of being a podcaster who watches one movie a week. This time, though, two. I'm going to have to, go, I'm, too I'm much. Gonna have to do a little bit of overtime. Two is too much. Two is too much. Two is too much. But two it two. is. Two is too much. That's what she said. Good night. Uh. Uh.